Tryna run the town Tell no duck when they hear that sound How they gon' come up now? Heavy as the head that'll wear that crown I'm going pound for pound And if it's about smoke, they'll be toke all of that From an ounce to a pound Take it, they bite in the snout Cause my drip right out the seat How could they be? Give me a couple of rounds Cause I'm a beast When I'm on vitamin G You see they start crumbling now Mad struck, start mumbling now Get the gist, I ain't reaching for cloud Plot twist, I'm the one with the keys Plot bliss, know they look how I freeze Different continents, I be torn We live in life, making yours look boring See we win at the end, it's a spoiler warning Cause I keep eating up on my blood, the whole planet They calling me toxic like global warming But they keep tuning in once again and again I'm the one at the top, just a formal warning Truly, I'm the narrow when it come to movies Get the narrow, entertain the groupies I've been narrow if you come pursue me But I hop on the gang to this world up Whenever my girl getting moody Then go with the gang, we all go insane Catching them those on the duty I'm the stick, see I'm locked in Bought a box, I was like 10 Back then, used to box, nowadays they ain't throwing hands Mama said we got more advanced One thing about me, I adapt, bought a Glock fin Keep me safe from the block in The game kept me off the block Ain't got flex about looting my Ruger I can shit on you with my computer See my graphics card, cause one of your damn job Can enough foot to pay you And my monitor, big as hell, detail So I can see when I spray you Then reload the clip and record the clip Let's go, I'll say to that SSD Know a whole lot of trigger game heads like me When the C tune into that VGP What's going on YouTube? What, how y'all doing? It's your boy Dante Crisis back with your weekly dose of vitamin G on the Vitamin G Gaming Podcast. And with me is um, these guys. Uh, so anyway, I couldn't think of anything clever to say. I'm not. It's uh, it's it's been it's been one of those weeks, so I couldn't really think of anything clever to say. Uh, so I'll just I'll just throw to uh, Kofi. It was actually the first one here for fuck's sake what the what the hell Kofi? it's a strange it's a strange day for you to be first so you can go first on the introductions absolutely man uh great here uh great to be here on the panel with everybody as usual and um yeah what have i been playing i've been doubling down on being a level five fanboy playing nino kuni remastered on ps5 and well of course it's a ps4 version uh and then playing um dumbled senki w on my vita and um, both are really great. Obviously, I've never played Dombol uh, Sinki. Um, the I don't even want to spoil the story yet because I'm not far enough into even what's going on. But it, it does have an overall Pokemon-type feel where basically each character has their own robot mech that they can fight with. It's very customizable. Every Speaking mech that you language. equip... 
can have uh, a shield, like you get left arm, right arm equipment, and you can add a firearm or more melee weapons. So I can have like a rifle, I can switch to my like shield and sword, they've got double spear. Um, you, you've got this whole customization part where like you go into the um, the motherboard of your mech and like you can boost certain stats. And it's it's like one of those space maps, like managing your guns in Resident Evil 4. Um, so you can like add like, you know, like a processor that allows you to have like faster cooldown times or something I'm like sorry, that. I'm sorry, what game is this again? This is called Dambor Senki. It never right. got localized. Okay. It's it's like it's like level five's um, entry. Okay, they've been the series was on PSP and 3DS before this game, but it was remastered on Vita. Has like full anime cutscenes. Like like I was like overwhelmed. I'm like this is another cutscene at this quality. Uh, you know, fully voice acted, but it it literally shows that their new PS4 game, which I also own by the way. Um, Megaton Musashi, why that game is so good. It's because Level 5 has been doing mech combat games for 10 years. <laughs> this is like their, their sixth iteration of, of mech combat. Uh, but I haven't touched uh, Megaton Musashi beyond the demo yet. Um, so, I'm, yeah, it's all Level 5 all, all day at, at this point for me. Enough. Strange, we've both been playing a mech game recently. That's Because, oh. like, what you, what you were mentioning just sounds eerily similar to the, uh, the game I've been playing, but I'll, I'll save that. Uh, for hmm. mine going up uh, zero what have you been up to my friend what is going on good people um one thing and one thing only and that is pokemon arceus um what a absolutely gem and delightful game uh oh jubei's not here so he can't join me in sort of like, oh no there yeah, he is yeah, no, yeah. sorry i've been here bro <laughs> <laughs> um then i like what a goddamn game. Finally, who made, is this Game Freak? Yeah, it is Game okay. Freak. Yeah. Finally, Game Freak, like, sort of got it right. Like, it just nails everything. Um, and I really think the Monster Hunter format works so well for Pokemon. Um, you had me I don't know Pokemon, why. You had me already. Uh, Monster Hunter meets Pokemon. Yeah, um, because it's not... For sure. I think people wanted, like, an open, open world Pokemon that could still probably do, but let's be honest, Game Freak does like always the bare minimum. Mm. Um, so they found the other way out by making the world different uh, in the same way that Monster Hunter is. It's not Monster is not one big seamless world. It's just places you jump into, and then it's a sort of living world. Um, I won't go too deep into it. I know Jubei's got it. So my only complaint: it is not a good looking game. Yeah. Um, and Work I, out. in fairness, people are gonna be mad at you for that comment. In fairness, it's, in fairness, fucking uh, Pokemon Let's Go, P uh, Eevee and Pikachu wasn't the best looking fucking game ever either. Fuck, I even, would argue. Neither is Shimigami Tensei Five. I would argue now, that Let's Go looks better than uh, Arceus. Question mm? is. Is Pokemon owned by Nintendo or is it owned by Game Freak? Okay, the, the, okay, uh, they it always confuse yeah. me. Yes, um, it's, it's three of them. Yes, there Nintendo, is three. Game Freak, and the uh, Creature Company. Yes, um, all of them collectively own Pokemon it's as a, a whole. It's a freeway split. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, I want to see like some like Pokemon VR. Like, I, I just want to know like what's the you know if there's any possibility we see it on a different platform one day. Like, kind of expanded platform. Listen, if I can't get if I can't get my Yu my Yu Gi Oh VR game where I can be in a VR 
and it looks like I'm actually holding a fucking dual deck and play cards and I see hol big giant holograms of the monsters from the cards. If I can't have that, you can't have VR Pokemon. The, the, the challenge I think that's always been with Pokemon is like, they t every once in a while they let other people do it. And so what happens is like, we all know how Nintendo operates. Like if we're not doing it, then we have no interest in continuing to do it. So Pokemon Snap was a great example. People wanted Pokemon Snap for years, but the company that made Pokemon Snap just didn't exist anymore. And Nintendo or Game Freak and Creature Company had no interest in redoing it, at least until fairly recently. Um, so it was just like, it's perfectly licensable to almost everything. There's Pokemon Snap 2 could have easily been in VR and would have been a wonderful, I mean, probably, Pokemon, experience. Pokemon is one of those few things... That is, in my opinion, is malleable to damn near every genre out there. Yeah, I mean, for I mean one of the more entertainment like, brands. Yeah, we say that it's licensable to to everything, but we just haven't seen it expand. And it's like a game that like <clears throat> would benefit such greatly from from expansion. Like we saw what happened when you know that little Pokemon Go app on the phone came out, and we saw like how much. You know, revenue that generated for huh? whoever owned that. Like, yeah, that whoever. Bonkers. <laughs> I really, I really think it it's bonkers. the Nintendo problem. Like, I, I think they have a hard time, like, staying, particularly when it comes to Pokemon, staying on the path. Like, their own Pokin was fairly good. Showed up at Evos and such. Like, pretty solid yeah, fighter. Pokin look kind of solid. Yeah. It is. We we probably won't see Pokinet anymore. And it's like, why wouldn't you yeah, just, just continue to do that? Um, Pokemon Unite. I mean, and Smash is there, but like Pokemon could exist right alongside with it, or or Unite, is, which is fine. But Unite will probably just disappear into the like the shadows after a while, and we won't hear from it again. Snap, that will probably be the last Snap we get in a long time. And my biggest worry is that they're going to do this to Arceus as well, because Arceus is not a mainline Pokemon game. Yeah, I just I feel like. I feel like Pokemon is, is, is such a great franchise, but I kind of feel like at this point, it's almost outgrowing the platform that it's on, and there's so much there's so much you could do with it. I wouldn't, like, say, yeah. I wouldn't say it's outgrown the platform. It's outgrown its own goddamn fucking uh, staple. Like, how many, how many times are we going to have a game that is pretty much one-to-one -one like Pokemon Red and Blue? Where you go around collect Pokemon... Fight Team Rocket a bunch of times, try and get all get all the badges, you know, the fucking end. Because, I mean, the only two games I could think yeah, of but that I, were I, entirely like that were uh, the GameCube ones. Pokemon, one of them was Gale of Darkness. Well, it, it actually had a story. Yeah. Oh, oh. I mean, I, I, feel like, I feel like there's, like, so much more you could do with it, though. Like, there's updates to the battle system. Um, like you could have like a kind of like you could add like in like some limit breaks for the Pokemon where you unleash their you know most powerful move. I but mean, there's just they kind of did that though. This they, is Nintendo we're talking about. The bare minimum is what you're gonna get. They, they kind of did that though with uh, Let's Go with the XY uh, evolutions and Dynamax yeah. and uh, uh, Sword and Shield. But I agree. Uh, yeah. I agree with Nate though. What 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 my Pokemon MMO at? Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying that exactly MMO. I mean, there's just there's so many opportunities to expand, and it kind of feels like 
like the Switch kind of holds it back a little bit right now. Well, because people uh, bought the fucking Switch OLED who already owned a Switch, we're not going to get the Switch a more powerful Switch anytime soon. Thanks, Jubei. Thanks, Zero. Hey, I didn't buy the OLED yet. Hey, I, I, I needed it. I, I again, I I had the first generation of Switch that came out. I was tired of that battery dying, bro. Mm. I wanted, I I wanted to get the, the next one to get a better battery, and I just got the OLED. So, um, it, it's fine. Um, it lasts longer than the OG Switch I had, so that's a dub. I can play Pokemon for like six, almost seven hours before it's dead. So uh, anyway, I'll, I'll take please, that. Zero, finish off your intro, please. So yeah, I mean, I I I agree with all you guys' points about Pokemon. I I just think there's, I think there are some concessions. What I do wish about RC is that it looked better. Got to remember. Breath of the Wild came out, what, four years ago? And looks absolutely fantastic. This does not. And it's like, I would love if the Breath of the Wild devs got their hand on Pokemon. It might be, uh, my final <clears> point, <throat> that, that might be a concession on, uh, on like, size and the arc, and obviously the Switch itself not being powerful enough to add more graphics, because the scale of it, when you increase scale, you need to decrease other things in order to make the scale bigger. Agreed. I, I, I personally think that the Zelda devs are kind of wizards because they always show up on the Nintendo systems that they're on. Um, hey, just, like, just even imagine, Wind Waker uh, was a gorgeous game for GameCube. Um, and a major sure. step up from like Twilight Princess, I think. But that is basically it. We get Breath of the Wild devs to make a Pokemon... VR MMO. My only, my only ask on my the labos. <laughs> my only ask from them. Listen, I don't mind you making a world this big, but please don't make it fo- so fucking empty. Because that's. Can you imagine the amount of like? They they the amount of shit we would talk to each other in the Pokemon VR uh, MMO. Mm, yeah. Walking but through. But I. I... I think Empty World Problems is a unique Pokemon problem because there's so many of them. Like, in Monster Hunter, the world does not feel empty. It feels lived in. Mm-hmm. But half of the monsters that exist there, I don't particularly care about. Like, that, only the larger ones. Whereas, like, wild. every monster in Pokemon is a Pokemon. So, like, objectively, I would care about it. See, my, that, that, but that was my problem with Breath of the Wild. Is like, I understood the slight oh, story yeah. reason, but there was just, like, no, there was nothing. It was empty. It was empty as hell. I'm hoping yeah. Breath of the Wild 2 adds more villages <clears throat> and like some towns in Hyrule so it feels like this place looks like it's recovered and lived in now and not look like like a virus has wiped out all of humanity. Hello, yeah. Ooh, topical. Oh, Hello, Corona. Oh, also, like, and this is just a minor, I guess I'm, I feel dumb. And I don't know why no, it never no, connected no, no, for no, me. No, 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 zero, zero. Don't, don't feel dumb. You are dumb. I mean, I just might be. It, I never connected that Xenogears are made by the same people who are currently making, what, what is it, Xenoblade Monolith Chronicles? Soft. Yeah, yeah, they broke I, out I did, not, I did not know that. I, I've read a whole or listened to a whole history about uh, the, the Xeno series and how like the guy didn't really care for Final Fantasy 7 and like, he wanted to get away, but it never dawned on me that like Faye and Shulk have like a direct line. <laughs> Speaking of direct Crazy. line, hey Farrell, I need a direct, I need a direct line to your intro, please. Uh what's going on, guys? Your boy Farrell. Uh, 
What I've been doing this week? Uh, I've been messing around with a bunch of games. Uh, Spider Man, I've been playing that about 70% through. Uh, Scarlet Nexus, I finished all the missions except the master level missions because I don't think my level's high enough yet. I'm like a level 63. And the last uh, matches I did, the bosses were level 80. So um, I'll just play through the story a little bit more, level up a bit more, and then do that. Uh, is the story amazing? Uh, Scarlet Nexus? Um, it is... Uh, it's a good story. I won't say it's amazing. Um, but I do think it's very good. I think... In order for me to like really give you that answer, I think I have to play at the finish it with both characters. Mm. Uh, but finishing it with the second character should be a lot faster. Um, but yeah, um, uh, Kasane and um, Yuito have uh, different stories. They break off at a at a certain point, and there's um, there's stuff that you don't get without playing both to make the whole story complete. But it, it is it is intriguing. Um it's pretty it is a pretty good story. Uh I look forward to finishing it. Um I just I got a little tired uh I was playing it what was it Saturday or Sunday and uh I'm at the I'm at all the bond episodes. So like um there's like these episodes where you bond with each of the characters on your team. And I had like a bond episode with every character on my team now and I think I have like 10, I think it's like 10 people on your team. So I was like, I didn't feel like going through. So I did like a couple Bond episodes, and that was like the last thing I did before I stopped playing it this weekend. Pretty cool. A lot of fun then. All right, uh, Omar, what have you been up to, my man? Dead Jim. Uh, you better. I'm here, I'm oh, here sorry. Ow. <laughs> Come on, Destiny to... 2 now. Ow. I had to breathe. Mm. Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. Sorry about that. I had to do something. I'm back. Uh, yeah, um, if you still have your ears, uh, uh, correctly. Um, I, oh, oh, I finished Guardian of the Galaxy. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Few gripes. Uh, I wish they went the Spider-Man route and had your custom had different abilities. That would have been way better and way more exciting when you find your costume. Other than that, way too few uh, skills. Like, come on. The game is great, but give me more skills. I don't think Guardian has so few skills. And other than that well, is... Sorry? I was just about to say, well, I mean, you are only playing as Peter Quill, Star-Lord, and... Now you, you're playing with everyone. You can control uh, everyone, uh, just not uh, move with them, but they have different skills. They have uh, all three skills. Well, even then, you the can... Guardians... The Guardians... Like, in, in fairness, I'm sorry to interrupt. It's just like, with the Guardians, like, comic book-wise, none of them are... They have a unique characteristic, but none of them are, like, fantastically spe uh, spectacular. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Um, other than that, um, I started uh, Godfall and dropped it. It fell. It, Godfall lived up to his name because it fell no, from but, your fucking interest pretty fucking quick. No, mostly, mostly because as much as I enjoyed the combat, 
the game flat out disrespected me. Here is how. Um, they incite you to explore, but they don't have a map. And they have this ability that you can see uh, through uh, almost like a radar. You need to, to, to press a button, but you need to keep doing it constantly because if you don't, it's not going to show up on your screen. Oh, fuck. That, that, that reminds me. That reminds me of the fuck. Oh, sorry. That reminds this me is... of the fucking um, playing Days Gone on survival mode where the only time the fucking uh, map comes up is when you are scanning uh, with this your is... instincts. Oh, <laughs> This is so abysmal because you need these uh, collectibles in order to create new characters. Which, again, that's a good thing if collecting was fun, but it's not. I was literally pressing uh, the left, uh, um, what's called, the left tab um, every single, uh, every two, three seconds. I'm not exaggerating. That's how abysmal it became, to the point like, if they had that button at an R3 or L3, at least it would have been way better instead of, to literally, I would be able to move and press it at the same time. But because it's in a different uh, awkward, uh, awkward uh, position, position, I need to stop walking dude i need to stand still press the thing and then move it's so uh, uh, that almost made me rage quit but what but actually made me rage quit is they give you the ability to teleport uh sound nice right only this teleport was a one-way teleporter i had no idea um um, I spent more than 30-40 minutes trying to collect treasures and stuff like that. And I came, and I'm like, okay, let's go, let's get back to the main road then. And I'm like, why can't I teleport back? You are allowing me to explore, yet I am not allowed to teleport back. And if you would need, if you need to start, you're gonna need to start from the beginning of the chapter. There is no save point. There is no ability to teleport from where you started and continue. That was, I'm like, fuck this game. I'm gonna play an actual great game, which I started near Replicant, and I'm having a blast. So, ba having... so, basically, so basically, just said, Omar, thank you, fuck you, bye. <laughs> 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 I I uh, gave up on it. I'm so glad I didn't spend any single dime on this game. I I would have refunded. That's how uh, it disrespectful the amount of stuff that they are lacking. But they did two things good: the combat and the fucking uh, the fact that you can respect your skills for free. Like that's amazing. But when your when your found the entire foundation is not only lacking, it's basically brain dead. Like you're dis disrespecting me. You don't have a map. It's 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 a it's abysmal. But yeah, no. Near near replicant is amazing. The music is amazing. Almost every single character is voice acted. Like that surprised the hell out of me. It, it, 
including the villagers, which again surprised the hell out of me. And the combat is fun, and I'm having a blast. Other than that, yeah, that's it. I don't know, but while you're describing it, even if I got it for free, I'd still ask for a refund. <sighs> I don't want that time back. Uh, Jube, throwing up that smile. How, how are you? What have you been up to? I am good. Um, like Zero, I have been playing a shit ton of Pokemon. Um, most fun I've had since Silver, to be honest. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And I will second his opinion that it is ugly. Like, it, it, it just is. Like that, but like there are some World of Warcraft trees from two thousand four. That 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 OLED that OLED <laughs> screen not helping. No, no, it's not, and it, it's on Game Freak. It's they're they're fucking lazy. I, we we've seen some pretty damn you know some pretty good looking games. You know animations being super low in the background, the side, but like these trees, I'm like. You you watch an entire forest basically just come up in front of you while you're fucking walking like it's it's bad. His I I I'd agree. It might some of that might be on Game Freak, but I am also putting that down to the uh the 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 hardware as well because I, I've 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 noticed there is some ugly ugly fucking uh texture popping in Shin Megami Tensei Five and some severe fucking uh frame rate cuts at short distance. To give you an example, actually, because uh, Kofi will know what I'm talking about. Kofi, you know Legion, the the Demon Legion. Remind me. Remind me. Looks like fa- it looks like Thanos' ball sack. <laughs> okay, I gotta look it up because some yes. of these, I, you know, I've only played the Japanese imports, so sometimes okay. like I'm yeah, just if you if you look up uh, Legion, every, uh, Jubei, look up Legion, you'll and you'll also see what I mean. Just look up Persona Shin Megami Tensei Five Legion. Yeah. Uh, there's there's such bad texture popping with Shemagami Tensei Five that Legion looks like a oh. fucking burn victim. Yeah, Legion. Oh um, God. Does he still have physical reflect? He was an OG. No, man. he he doesn't have does physical it? reflect. But oh, imagine, wait, does he have magic reflect? Nope. Um, oh. Imagine shit. imagine that fucking imagine that design, but all smoothed out and looking like a burnt victim. That's how bad the fucking <laughs> texture popping popping is for Shemagami Tensei Five. Legion's Why are you OG, playing, man? Why are you Very playing this man's life? So, um, does anyone know that if uh, does anyone know if um, playing these games on an emulator on your PC eliminates a lot of these issues? Uh, I could give it a fucking try. My PC is enough to, uh, is good enough to run Citrus. We know we we know Dante that you don't do things like that. You are completely ethical. What? Oh and fuck no! I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Send there. No, no, no. No reason for Nintendo to send their lawyers to your door. No, I'll free. Um, no, I'll freely yeah. fucking admit it. I play I play games on emulator. My di- my thing is though, I make sure I own the game first on emulator. Uh, sorry, on physical. That's why I turned around and said when I heard about the fucking 4K60 Metroid Dread, I was like, I, I won't emulate it. I'll buy it first and then emulate it because then I won't feel as bad. Because then you've already got my fucking money. So fuck you about telling me how I want, how I should or should not play this fucking game. So anyway, sorry, Jubei. Ugly textures. Yeah. World of Warcraft trees. Yes. Yeah, yeah, bro, we're, this is 3DS textures. It's bad. Damn. I'm like, come on. It, it like literally like if you played like Pokemon X and Y on a 3DS, that's what the fuck we, that's that's what the fuck this shit looks like ninety nine percent of the time. Um, the visuals aside though, um, like that th- that's like the one thing Game Freak just needs to fix for their next game because gameplay wise, this shit is so fucking fun. 
Like, you can sit there and, you know, you don't necessarily have to battle everything. You can just throw Pokeball at it and catch it, you know. Um, you get XP. You don't have to weaken things to catch them? Um, you, you like some in some situations, no. Like if you get like a back a back attack on them, like you sneak up on them and throw a pokeball at their back, that actually increases your your catch chance okay. without you actually That's having to cool. battle. So so there's things like that that, and and then and, and then there's there's Pokemon you can't you just can't catch that way that you do have to battle. Um, so you know that <laughs> that whole loop still applies. Weaken, debuff, throw a pokeball. Um, but the option for like some of the the you know the smaller pokemon you you have to collect a fuck ton of pokemon and use them in order to complete the pokédex like it's not as simple as oh you caught it it fills in the entry like you you have to catch it like multiple times Ooh. you have to see certain moves like I, um, yeah uh, it's, it's it's 1000% like i think it's the first time the pokédex actually ever mattered yeah it, it, it's not about gems it's not about it's like it, the pokédex is the star of the show collecting I, pokemon is the I, star of the show i would agree if that didn't sound arduous as hell i'd agree if like just hear me out if it wasn't for pokemon that have already existed in the lore for fucking years like it you'd have like i'm assuming like say a pikachu you'd have to catch it multiple times to fill out the pokédex right nope the, so you can go th there's different tiers like th that's one way if you want to catch 25 Pikachu to complete to complete that entry, you can do that. If you want to battle, if you want to catch two Pikachu, battle it five times, and then use Thundershock like four times, that'll complete the entry too. Like, you don't have to sit there and catch catch it a fuck ton of times. See, for so, me, th for there, me. There's, way, there's, there's ways to not make it as tedious. Right, that still sounds tedious to me. Now, just hear me out, and you'll understand, hopefully you can follow, everybody can follow where I'm going with this. That, that kind of system would make more sense if they if they with this game were launching brand new pokemon like if this game was the what? debut for like a whole new laundry list of pokemon so like for older gen ones like a pikachu they've existed forever so the pokedex should they automatically are, be able are, to have that in, in the context of the game though you're like a thousand years in the past from the Sinnoh region. right okay you are no, you are no, making they're, they're you are that, making no. the very first pokedex in right. existence you are creating that Right, that that so that okay. That everything context. from that, like Professor Oak's Pokedex, like it's all based on this, the first Pokedex in existence. That that's why it's so tedious. It's that that that's 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 their their reasoning behind it. Okay, that's no, the then that, that that's that's perfectly fine for me. I just need a reason for the tedium for it yeah. to not come off as tedious. Now that I know it's a oh. thousand years before Oak, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, like it's it, oh. this is a world where like people are like terrified of Pokemon. Like they don't know what to fucking do. You you know what I'm saying? It's like. Oh look, like you know, it's like a little bird Pokemon. It's not really, but but they're fucking terrified of it. Yeah, it's like it's, it's rare for people to have six Pokemon on a team, like because most people can barely handle one. Yeah, exactly. So like, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's it's just a time where like Pokemon is still wild, new. Yeah, they're they're, they're still very much wild. Like, and you're you're kind of helping in the system of how can we domesticate these and you know kind of merge humans and Pokemon together to not have that fear not helping the pokemon not helping the not helping pokemon with the peter argument that pokemon is just about slavery like what the fuck no. that's not helping so jubay is the only one on the panel with the switch oled right yeah i believe so i think so so i just i just want to ask how does it feel to pay more money to see bad graphics more clearly I mean, it's it's cool i i'm having a fun with the game uh i i, I do want to say uh, amadeus in the chat Yes, that fucking Baidoof is fucking huge. 
<laughs> oh yeah, the giant bug. Magic. Yeah. So that, that, that I, is a cool part. That, that is a cool part of the new game, though. Like they give the the uh, Pokemon, the Pokemon scale. scale. Yeah, yeah, so you you can catch like alpha versions of Pokemon that are like way bigger, have completely different move sets. You can also change your moves. So say you know your Pokemon, you you forget moves. You know, you you know the whole thing with Pokemon. Yeah. You learn new moves, you forget them, you can't get them back. This you can literally interchange the moves that you've learned in the past, and you can bring them back if you want to. So. Oh, It has this really dope thing, like, you can literally have the same Pokemon, but your team will play out different based on the moves that you choose, and you can switch the moves at any time from the menu. Holy so, shit. That that is is it's, it's, it's really good. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, I, and I'm like, why is that a thing? Like, why have, I, why have I been limited to, like, I have to fucking sit here and delete four, like, delete a move and only yeah. have four, like... Or then go back yeah, to like, the guy to remember like, the moves. The yeah. fact that we've been playing with only four moves since, like, 1995 is, like, the mm-hmm. worst thing ever. <laughs> exactly, because like, I mean, at that four... point... Like at that point, like hey, if you're if you're gonna go on attack on like a you know catch bench, like hey, that that tackle move you forgot, it's probably gonna be helpful with catching weaker Pokemon. So let me just like switch that out. That yeah, works. exactly. Mm. And then like you you switch it for the situation, and catching Alpha Pokemon is hard and really fun. I like I, I caught that Snorlax that's been making the rounds that was fucking up old old boys Oshawott with the Hyper Beam. I caught that. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Back up. No, no. Roll and tap. Roll back. Did you just say a Snorlax had a fucking hyper beam? Yes. Yes. A wild Snorlax. Dude threw out an Oshawott, and the, the, the Snorlax immediately just used hyper beam on it and killed it. Yeah. Also, the Pokemon can attack you. Yeah, so they, I... they can hit you. You like, it doesn't, it, you, you can, you can, ret- you can actually retreat from every fight and run away. But if you get damaged enough, you'll you'll pass out and drop your satchel, and you have to go back out and get it. So what if you were cheat and leave your Pokemon while it's getting his ass They normally come I'll back see. with you. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 gonna come back with you. But I I, I mean, a, what's up? I have a question. Am I the only one that thinks that they looked at uh, the mini game that you play in the Safari Zone and they created a game around it? I would say you, that Sword and Shield did that, yeah. Sword and Shield did that, yeah. I mean, this this is like, a, like I said, it's a little bit different because you can like lure. It's mixing parts of Pokemon Go. Like you can lure shit. You can like literally distract it so you behind it and get advantage if you're gonna battle it. Because if you throw your Pokemon at its back, you can stun it for a couple of turns and you know use it. Like it's it's completely different. Like we we haven't had something something like that. When you say sneak you attack When you say sneak attack, all I can all I can hear in my, all I can see in my head visualize is you throw a Pokeball it's back in the fucking Skyrim sneak meter goes up and reaches 100. <laughs> That's all I I, I, w- I wish it, I wish it was like that, but I, I wouldn't have been able to catch that. So the Snorlax, the first Snorlax you went into was like level 45. I ran into him like my Pokémon are like 20 something. So the only reason I caught him is because I got a sneak attack on him and then paralyzed him and wore him down and then caught him. And you got him at level 45? I wouldn't wouldn't have had... What's up? You got him at level 45? He he was in the the field as a level 45, yeah. So I couldn't... I I got him and I couldn't use him because I I didn't... I didn't have the you know the whole proprietary. You have to be you have to have this many things in order for Pokemon of this level to listen to you. So he he had to sit on the bench for a minute, but I, I'm at the point where I can use him now. I'm so. fucking mm-hmm. sure he brought the. By the way, one second, Dante. Um, am I the only one that's hearing almost like 
A background audio? That's Farrell. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's me? Yes. Yeah. There you go. My thing isn't even lighting up. It's, it's yeah, gone. Brother. It's gone. It's no longer here. Yeah, I'm not even lighting up on the Discord. That's why I was, I'm surprised. It was lighting up. That's gotcha. the thing. For us, yeah, was... we, we, we can see it. Um, if you haven't had fun and like like this whole, if you didn't like Sword Shield and shit, I absolutely recommend going to get Legends Arceus because it's it's really good and just the the change on the formula just makes it makes playing Pokemon. Now fun it again. came back. The audio it came back. Yeah, it's from your end, Pedro. Arceus isn't he? Right. Is isn't he the god of Pokemon? Like, isn't he like the, yeah, the yeah. Alpha and Omega? Yeah. yeah, I wonder what I wonder what his play. Oh, no, I wonder what he's gonna be like in the game though for you guys. Like, not not it's a yeah. battle, but like story wise, what what's what's his play in the story? Well, he gives you a phone. I'm yeah, sorry, no, 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 wait, what? <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. The, the god of all Pokemon, the literal fucking creator of the goddamn Pokemon as we know it, and I believe also can control time. Hands you a goddamn cellular cellular phone is like call me later. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. It's mm-hmm. an isekai. Like you, the, your character is not from this time. You just fall through a portal one day, and they're like, "Weird." Anyway, oh, like, no. want to come help us catch Pokemon? They're like, they're like well, what is it? They're, they're 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 looking at your outfit. Like, what are those? And, yeah. like, what are those? <laughs> and then he whips out the Arceus phone, and they're like, "That's weird." Anyway, that? let's go catch yeah, some like, Pokemon. Like, that's a new, like, <laughs> So basically, like, dude, come. Basically, it's like Inuyasha, but like, yeah, pretty, pretty much the other way around. It's like Inuyasha, but the other way around. Like, yes, Inuyasha. I mean, no, no, Inuyasha no, like, went back in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're pretty much, you're pretty much Kagome <laughs> hopping out the well. You're, you're, you're pretty much Kagome hopping out the well, and everything is like, oh, what's this? But um, oh, yeah, wait, and man, I, I also, you no, no, you hop out the well, you know what everything is, and you just like. Bitch and Pokemon when they like oh, exactly, we're, not exactly. to do that. we're scared of them. <laughs> you're 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 from a time where you like you know what Pokemon are exactly. God damn so, it! I wish I had that. I that that's, I had the, uh, I'm gonna teach I'm gonna teach you how to make Pokemon slaves. <laughs> <laughs> damn it! Oh, that, I mean that's accurate. That that is that is 100 percent. But that Inuyasha goddamn reference. So I gotta give like respect plus to to Feral for that one. I was not expecting an Inuyasha reference. I also uh, like the the design of like the actual Pokeballs. Like when you like you know when you catch one, you get like the little stars that say you caught it. Like you get like a little firework that shoots out of the top. It's like super steampunky. Like when you catch something, like shoots out of the top, and you, it's like it, that's like an indication that can also startle other Pokemon that are in the field. So you can you have to be careful when you're when you're doing that. Nice. So it, uh, it, it's a great time. It's a super great time. I'm glad to hear. I might need to give it a look. Um, as for me. I, I have been diving into games just to get my mind off of things. Uh, so I've been hitting a couple of the comfort games. Uh, Persona 5 I was playing again. Uh, broke the... broke the, the, the uh, There's a, a Persona in Persona 5 which completely breaks the game. And it's a world arcana. Um, trying to remember uh, which one it is. Um, but yeah, I've been playing that in my comfort zone. Then I got back into my streaming. I played some, uh, what was I? Yeah, some, some Kingdom Hearts. Um, 
I have a question. How many people here have, play, have played and beaten Kingdom Hearts on the panel? I, I, I just, I haven't beat three yet. Okay, right. But you know Kingdom Hearts. Beat one, well. two, and three. Okay, and, right. Uh, right, so. The fucking Ice Titan. Um, I didn't it, fuck with This it. is KH1. This is KH1, right? Yeah. Yeah. Them, them Coliseum battles are gonna, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Just wait. Just oh, wait. That's oh, no. not even the worst one. No, no. I know. Se- no, I've already got to Sephiroth. Yeah. I know he's gonna whoop my ass. He already did. Oh, yeah. He's gonna fuck you up, bro. You, oh no, he already did. He already did. Throw your controller. I had to get. I had to get some. I had to get. I've had to get some more levels in my free time because I was like, I ain't gonna beat him at, at level fucking oh. seventy or whatever. Get, I was. get but my point. Get, get luck. You, you need lucky chance. Also, you you need. I have lucky absolutely chance. Absolutely required. I have I have a I have a number of the keyblades, but my point is the Ice Titan. Okay, I don't know. I, I thought it was definitely level sixty or something going into the fight with that dude. I got a question. Am I am I just wrong or is he ridiculously fucking RNG heavy? Because no. Really? Mm-hmm. Because it, it fucking felt like it. Because I he throws a lot of. Because he uses, in that fight, I noticed a couple of things. One, the first, he does a lot of, um, he does a lot of baiting. Like, there's certain attacks where you have to send the icicles back to him, but they're so scattered out that there's no point in sending them back because you're just going to get hit by the one behind it or you're going to get hit by the fir- the attack that he's going to do afterwards, which is either erupt the ground up from with ice below you, which that is randomized because it doesn't follow any singular pattern. Um... The only ones you can safely send back to him are the ones that he fires in a straight line, especially with guard, which is the only way. To, which is the only way to goddamn do it safely. Then, then comes the whole goddamn bullshit with that third phase, where he's firing those and dropping the ice on top of your head while also making ice erupt from your fucking from the fucking ground. Like that, that, that whole fucking fight is a perpetual fucking shit in motion going down a goddamn hill. I hated that fight. I hated how fucking RNG that fight that fight fucking was. I hate that fucking Ice Titan. I was fucking glad when I caught on to the goddamn Phantom's goddamn weakness goddamn quickly because I beat him on my fourth attempt because I just kept running out of fucking MP. Fucking Donald mm-hmm. being useless as a, useless as a motherfucker. Seriously, fuck Donald Duck in that game. Donald Duck is an asshole. I don't care if I'm he gets better. Like you need to. You need to grind some levels. And I'm, I'm level 80 odd now, so I'm, I think I'm set for now. Sephiroth I knew was going to kick my ass, but I ain't going to lie, though. His his entrance and also hearing his theme kicking, it was like, oh, now now I understand what they what they mean when I, when they say, why do I hear boss music? <laughs> I understand now. Dante, <laughs> Donald's got to conserve MP. He can't use it freely on you. He got to hold that for when shit gets tight. <laughs> Do you want another problem? That's true. Hold on, zero. Do you want another problem? The motherfucker don't even use his magic. He gotta hold on to. <laughs> he gotta conserve it. No, <laughs> he don't use nothing. He running up on a motherfucker trying to beat him over the head with a staff, and I'm like, Donald, you useless sack of wank. <laughs> Stop. You're getting us killed. He's always. I guarantee. Going into battle, there are two guarant. There are a couple of guarantees. One. The boss, in any fight, there's a couple of guarantees. One, there's going to be a lot of fucking green orbs falling. Two, I'm going to whack some motherfucker over my he- over the head with a big giant blunt instrument. And three, Donald will most likely be the first one down. Those are the yep. three guarantees in every fucking fight I've been in. 
Ah. Sephiroth is way more RNG than the Ice Titan, though. I will tell you that there will be times where start of the fight, he's going to use that ultimate move and just wipe you out, and there's not really much you can do about it. Oh, I know. I so. can't, I've already, I've, like I said, I've already had a few attempts at Sephiroth. I know he likes spamming that goddamn fucking... I know he doesn't let you anywhere close, because as soon as you get anywhere close to him, immediately three fucking pillars of fucking fire right up the jacks. Right yep. up the, right that, up the fucking tank. That, and Sin Harvest, you, you, have to, you have to have that skill that always leaves you with one HP if you take, like, a, a critical hit, and you have to heal, like, immediately afterwards. It's, I, it's just... Also, yeah, the fact this... that summons are disabled, that's... Oh, fuck me. Yeah, this is not uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, 1 issue. Kingdom Hearts 2 have also a lot of uh, issues. Uh, with I mean, I, I, I blitzed the shit out of Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts 2. He, yeah. I, I, it took one attempt. I, I fucked his ass right on up by the time I got to him. Like I, don't, I, I had no, I had no issues with any of like the, the, the optional bosses in Kingdom see, Hearts right. Two. Kingdom Hearts One, I felt was way harder. Yeah, it seemed, and I'm playing on Final Mix, so I'm not playing on. That makes it more difficult anyway. Yeah, that makes it more difficult anyway. Yeah, well, like, like I said, but like here's the worst thing. I be, I stumbled upon Kirk's. At level 43, I think. And I, I did beat him. It took me an hour, but I finally beat the fucker, which apparently, the, uh, from everything I researched, the recommended level for Kirk's is 70. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but, like, Kirk's at least had a goddamn pattern. Like, he, you knew, you, you kind of got an idea of what he was going to do. Even if he did interchange, you knew, what, you knew how to dodge what was coming. Um, the Phantom, similar goddamn deal. Like, you, you, you know what's going on. The Ice Titan, you don't know what the fuck's coming because it's all fucking random. Like, he could do, he could do one of five goddamn attacks. And by the end of it, I kid you not, by the end of that fucking, at the end of that final phase, I was just like, fuck this. I just started tanking every shot, hoping that I could send something back to that fucker's face because it turned into a bullet hell game. I fucking hated the Ice Titan. The only thing, the only thing with Sephiroth that I'm majorly worried about is that fucker's reach because they really emphasize how long that fucking sword is in that fight. Like, that fucker got reach. Um, no, but seriously, in the end of the day, fuck Donald Duck. Fucker betrayed. Fucker left Sora. For, <laughs> fucker left Sora for dead, and then immediately said friendship, and I'm immediately like, get the fuck hey, out of my face, no one, you fucking vulture. No don't worry about it. N3 doesn't change, so good luck. Oh, great! Yeah. He's, he's, he's literally terrible the entire time. He's an asshole, yeah. right? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because I love Which is why, if you look up uh, any gameplay for a hard boss fight, you're going to see both Goofy and Donald dead. You, <laughs> you on your own, dude. Goofy? No, that's the thing. That's the worst thing. Goofy has been an absolute goddamn unit this entire playthrough. This entire playthrough, Goofy has been the clutch one. He's been yeah, you're lucky. Uh, sometimes he's uh, hit and miss. Like, um, I'm a day, yeah. I'm a day is he, he, he typically lasts longer. He, la he definitely lasts longer than Donald. But you're going to oh, run yeah. into an issue where you're going to be solving these problems yourself. Oh, no, yeah. like, but like I said, Joster, Amadeus, and Mitch, they've all seen a lot of my uh, Kingdom Hearts streams. They, they will attest, Dom, uh, Goofy has been a fucking unit this entire time, like a true fucking teammate. 
Donald, on the other hand, has been nothing but a goddamn liability. Now I understand why some men call their women women ball and chains. Because that's how Donald feels to me. Just a fucking anchor dragging me down in the ocean. Also, 100 acre, 100 acre wood. Holy goddamn, did I... I I loved it. I, like that, that brought back my childhood. Fucking Pooh Bear. Did you beat? Did you beat that uh, um, that monster with the saw blade? And uh, almost not saw blade. Uh, he is from the Aladdin. Uh, um, uh, but he. Oh, is I know who you're talking about. Fuck that guy. Who? Fuck that guy. He is Aladdin deep days. He can one shot you. He is one of the world. Wait, who? Like, remind me, because I think I faced every. N- nearly every super boss. I think Dark uh, Dark Baxter is the only one I'm missing, and Sephiroth. He's like he's like an um a big boss that uses uh, almost like a twin blade. Oh, Kirk's Kirk's yeah, that's Kirk's. I don't know in what his desert, name yeah, is. In, but in the desert in Al- in Alabama, he, uh, not Alabama, he, in Agrabah. He, he is in the desert, but he is also in the arena. You fight him in the arena, and when you fight, when you no, fight you him in the, when you fight this dude in the arena, you're you're fucked. He is RNG based. He can one shot you. He is horrible, horrible, horrible. I'm trying to think who you are about because you're not you're definitely not talking about Kirk's because Kirk's you fight in Agrabah as a super boss. I've not faced him in the arena, and I've gotten to Sephiroth at this point. And I've not faced him again unless he was removed for 1.5. But I'm assuming Jubei, you're now looking this up to see who he's talking about. Yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm not. Because, like, I, I, Kirk's I've only fought once. Because he, you're not about to do, he, he turns into a fucking fidget, a fucking Beyblade. He just floats in the air and just starts yeah. spinning. Yeah, you don't fight no, Kirk. No, that, that is, that is Kurt. That's Kurt Ziza. Yeah, that yeah, is Kurt. Yeah, yeah, it's Kurt Ziza. You don't fight him in the arena. You do. This is why I got stuck. In the arena, you fight oh, him. Were, a... were you playing original? Were you playing 1.5? No, he uh, only shows up in the arena in, uh, in 1. Final 5. Mix. 1.5. 1.5, Final Mix. Dude, I played that and I've not faced him. Yeah, this is him. This is him. Cut, yeah. He, he, he is, uh, he is, he is abysmal. He is in the arena? Oh, boy. He, he, he... When, we, when, when in the arena? Because like I said, I've done all of the cops... Right up to Sephiroth, and I've not faced him again. Mm, I really don't know, but he is in the arena. Okay, I remember. I won't. I won't I'm not, it's not that I don't dis- disbelieve you. It's just like I'm. I've gotten yeah, to Sephiroth. And you want to know why? Yeah, the only, two, the, only, the, only two, the only boss I've refaced was Cerberus, uh, Squeak. Uh, Cloud and Yuffie. They're the only ones I fucking... I've only faced again. Yeah, from what I can see, it's like he doesn't show up in the arena, but you have to go back to Agrabah to fight him. And I fought but, him in Agrabah. I've already beat him in Agrabah. He, he, yeah, he he, he, he he was tough, though. I, I, <laughs> oh, no, Kirk's was tough, but my point is, is he wasn't as RNG-heavy as the fucking Ice Titan, which is the end point. Anyway, um, going back okay, to... So- uh, it is. It is in Agrabah. It's not uh, in the arena. I'm yeah, I didn't. Th- I didn't think so because you don't. Like I said, you don't fight him in the arena again. Uh, it's just in Agrabah. I. That's I do boss. remember him fighting one on one. That's why uh, I said no. Donald. Arena. No, Donald yeah. and Goofy just got wiped early. Um, which is pretty much my experience. Um, actually, no. Goofy fucking came in solid. That anyway. Um, 
The other game I've also been playing, and Kofi, if you remember, I was talking about I was playing a mech game myself that sounded similar to what you were talking about. I've been playing Demon X Machina. Because, Demon because it's free on it's free on Epic. And I did a video on it a while ago saying this game looks really good. My problem is is I hate the fact that it looks like it, the frame rate get cut, cut gets cut in half most of the damn time. They fuck for PC because the game's really fun. Uh, when you've got solid 60 frames per second, I'd recommend if you have an Epic Store account, download it and play it. It you are literally wasting nothing but your time and maybe a small fraction of your soul. Uh, but it, it can be fun and it's a multiplayer game, so you can play with friends. Um, you know what? You know what's crazy, Dante? Go on. They 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 still list uh, Ice Titan as like the easiest of the optional bosses. You just you just have to know how to beat him. <laughs> I knew how to beat. I figured out how to beat. I mean, it was to send the goddamn ice shards back to him. Yeah, so, but like it's it's movement. Like if you get like the the whole boulder shit, if you jump, you're fucked. You're gonna get hit by it. You can't jump. I wasn't the one where he drops him. I wasn't duck. I wasn't jumping. I was fucking dodging. You gotta like run in circles. Like you, you gotta you gotta. He, he's easy to cheese, but did um, you did I, you feel you know. <laughs> Did you beat uh, the boss in uh, what's called the Peter? Uh, um, the Phantom. Peter yes. yes, yes, he was. He, then, he was. He was easy. I, yeah, beat, yeah. I beat him on my fourth attempt. But the only reason it took me four attempts is because my my dumbass keeps running out of MP. There is also another boss that is super in the super darkness hard. in the Dark Bastion. I know. Okay. In the Dark Bastion, but um, from what I've been told, and this was the because uh, I've been telling people, this has been like the worst thing. I, I it, my my enjoyment of this game has been slightly killed by people keep fucking telling me how to play the game. It's like, bitch, let me play. If there's some things that just need to be explained, just tell me. Like for example, I didn't, I wouldn't have found out that to get to the Dark Bastion, you need to get close to the end boss and then literally fucking leave and then go back to the Dark Bastion to face the super boss. Um. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Demon X Magna, and I've also been playing Crusader Kings 3. I saw that. I saw you on there today. Yeah, uh, Crusader Kings 3 is a hell of a lot of fun. I think it's discounted. FC should definitely go and buy it. Uh, the game where it's a meme when you turn around and say, Incest is OP. <laughs> I, as sick as that is, it's it's fucking weird. This game is very weird. Currently, I am I have a mod. This is this is what's awesome about this game. This game is very open to mods, and I currently have a mod that are, that that is called Vampires and Lycanthropes, meaning vampires, werewolves, hybrids, and slayers are added into the game and you can go through the game you can play uh, an entire thing as a vampire or such it's great because you literally oh, that's are a dope mod yeah that's dope. yeah hold on i'll fuck it i'll actually show you give me a sec i'm gonna sh i'm gonna bring it up on script on the stream so look up on look at the uh the video guys like here's here's my character here's my character currently i'm so vain i called him uh yard dante of crisis um of Chrysia, sorry, because my, my, my world is uh, called Chrysia. It's fucking awesome. But yeah, there it is. I'm currently playing as a higher hybrid. And effectively, you're actually immortal. You are actually fucking immortal. No no switching over to players. So you gotta play you gotta play good, but I'm effectively immortal. And I was debating because I was gonna start as as a Norse as the Norse mythology or in the Norse lands. Uh, in Sweden and stuff like that, I was debating: do I go hybrid or do I go really typical and go like? Do I go as a lichen? 
and they decided, eh, hybrid's good enough. But they, they interestingly wove it into a lot of things because starting off the bat, because um, you can reform religions. If you start at a certain point, you can reform a religion. So uh, the religion I'm a part of is the um, the Astro, uh, the Astro, um, which is is the Norse faith. Now the problem is if you actually go down here, this is interesting for the mod as well. Vampirism, lyc lycanthropy, and hybrids are all shunned. So I've got to keep myself secret, otherwise I risk being shunned by my own fucking people, subjects, and religion. So if I want to change that. I've got to work towards reforming the religion so they accept my kind. That's fucking in depth, isn't it? Yeah, that's a little, that's a nice little twist. So on top of all, on top of like playing the game, which is deep. Oh so. yeah, like well, I mean, it, it's it's it, it, it's as deep as you want it to be. You can even work as an alliance, or you can just be a straight conqueror like I am. I mean, for fuck's sake, this is uh, like I'm. I'm at, eight, I'm at uh, seven, 874 AD. I start, it's only been, I started at 13. It's only been five years and I already own this much of Scandinavia. Nice. Everything you see as Chrysia, that land belongs to me. By the way, are we gonna yes. cover a little bit uh, how uh, Troy Baker no, uh, no, we're not. Gave up on NFT? No, we're not. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> he only gave up because people told him to go fuck himself. Pretty goddamn much. I like Troy Baker. I like Troy Baker. He seems like a wonderful person, but that that just seemed like an, an uneducated guess. But I, what I want to talk about real quick, real quick, this is going to be a real quick thing. I just want first impressions, and I'll have it on screen. If I have to fucking blur this out like I did last time, I will fucking do it because I had to do it when I showed the, uh, the Thunderdome. But hopefully, uh, Paramount Plus aren't assholes. Um, Quick, WWE. No, first thoughts on the first thoughts on the Halo TV show. If anybody saw the trailer, I'll give my quick thoughts real quick. Like I said, just quick thoughts. Uh, I think visually this looks amazing. I think Chief looks fucking incredible. I think I think everything looks how it should. Definitely. My problem, hell, it's not even the original voice, but the dude. It sounds good for the voice. My problem starts Im pretty much immediately when you notice why the fuck is there a co why the fuck is there a human working with the Covenant when they specifically uh, made sure humans did not join because they were the um, uh, they were the uh, fucking uh, when they were the forerunners' favorites in their eyes. Why, why would a human be working with them? That makes no sense to me. Uh, um. I'm glad that the, they didn't fuck with the elites. The elites look pretty good. I'll admit that. My only other problem is it feels like they're humanizing Chief way too fucking quickly. Like, I'm glad they're finally humanizing Chief. Like, they started that, they started that in 4. Um, but, like, I, I don't get why we're immediately jumping into we're humanizing him. I think Cortana looks fine. Um, perfectly serviceable. It looks like they're going more... Um, it looks like they're going more... Um, four and f uh, five and infinite. When it comes to the fact that she doesn't look like light. She looks more like a solid projection than light projection, if that makes sense. Um, 
But yeah, I think I think visually fucking 10 on 10 because clearly that's also a red squad. A blue t- blue team, sorry. Yeah. I, the, the other sparrings we see is clearly blue team. So that I like because I, I think I mentioned this about uh, 5 or Infinite that I wish there was more about Chief Chief's time with blue team when he led it. Um, so yeah. Um, anybody else got uh, Jube? You're, you're a Halo guy here. What, what were your thoughts when you saw the trailer? Um, I thought the trailer was dope. Like, I mean, we obviously got to see more than just the trailer because that could just be the best bits, and it's this show's garbage. Yeah. But um, I have, I have, I mean, I'm excited. I'm, I'm actually excited to see what they do with it. Really it's, it's got, it's got, it's got to be better than the other shit that they tried to release and pass off as a series. That you had to watch in like Halo Waypoint and shit. Oh right, I thought you were on about Forward Into Dawn, which I thought was decent. No, Forward Into Dawn as a movie was great, but I'm, I'm talking about the little mini series that they tried to do, like with Five, um, that you had to watch in the Waypoint app. Ah, fair enough. Which I just, I just did not like it. Kind of like the Resident Evil show was kind of like in the right direction, but wasn't all that that they released this summer. Oh, that fucking oh, twi- oh yeah, Twilight. I haven't seen that. I haven't. I haven't seen that. I, I should. It's like it's like four. Track. It's like it's like four or five episodes. I feel like it, it takes. It, it's like in the right direction, but it doesn't quite hit. Can't be worse than the uh, fucking movie. Like J- <laughs> Joster is a huge. Like, okay, I've I've made. I, you guys know my thoughts on the Mortal Kombat movie. I don't like it. Joster will defend that fucking movie damn near to his death, but he'll he'll concede that Cole yeah, is mo- a terrible no- move. Is a terrible idea. He fucking hates the Resident Evil movie. Like, with a goddamn passion, oh. hates it. You're talking about the newest yeah, one. The, yeah, the newest Mortal Kombat movie is, like, meh. Like, it, like, it, like, it, it, it capitalizes on nostalgia, but it's, like, not a good Mortal Kombat movie. It's a terrible movie. Um, pacing. The only good thing about it is the fighting is pretty solid. The CGI is shite. Yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, as far as Halo goes, though... Yes, yes, um, please, Farrell, your thoughts on this. I, I thought it looked pretty good. I think, um... I don't think it's really meant to appeal to us gamers, though. I think they're more like... You know, I think it's more aimed at a mass audience. That, so I think there's going to be things... I, I, I think there's things that we're going to see that uh, aren't true to what we've seen in the games or in the books. You mean like a ma- you but, mean like Captain Keys being a black man now? I I'm not that's the that that's the fact. Like I got no issue with it, not entirely. Like I I said to somebody who brought this up, and I turned around and ah, you know what? I'm not I'm not gonna get right into this. Just release really, just just, just, re- just release a patch and and change this thing <laughs> in the game too. And go. God fucking damn it! Uh, anyway, just patch it. Just patch it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, just patch it, bro. <laughs> just patch it. It'll this be straight. The just white, patch it. The white patch. <laughs> Slap. That's going to be the answer to everything now. Just patch it. That's, that's been the goddamn mo- model of the fucking games industry for the last 10 fucking years. Longer, even. Um, but no, like like I said, Vish, I, I feel like they're trying to cram in too much too soon. I do take issue with the fact that, like, if that's really what they're going for, Feral, why? It's... It keeps failing. Like this, I'm not gonna. Here's the thing. It's very. It, uh, let me just let me get my point. It is very seldom that a that a game turned into a series or a movie 
that is, that is trying to grab a mass audience succeeds. Um, so why think, do they keep trying? I think I, I think I think the reason that that you that 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 they're trying is The Witcher. Okay, but The Witcher's and uh, oh. here's the thing though: The Witcher is kind of a unique example because, and the reason why I say that's a unique example is because The Witcher games took place after the books in a hypothetical way. Yeah. Because spoiler alert: Garrett dies at the end of the books. Like he dead. I mean, which is, you know, and the, I, I, I would kind of... The, there's no happily ever ending for his type of character. So exactly, like but like I said, with the Witcher games, they take place after the box. So that's mm. a unique experience for those people. But even... but So the Witcher TV show is an adaptation of the box, um, a more faithful one, should I say. So, like, that's in a unique position where in this, they're clearly writing a new... They're clearly writing something new, but just not everything is keying up with the Lord that's already established. Like, no humans yeah. have ever worked with the goddamn Covenant before. So here's the here's the issue that you run into when you have a video game adaptation versus something like The Witcher that has books and then a video game. Is that Hollywood does not respect video games as an art. There it is. So they take the, they, they, they take the IP... And they do what they want to it. They imagine it how they want to imagine it versus when it's a book like a Game of Thrones or The Witcher or um, Hunger Games or just anything that starts off as a book. They try to stay as true to that book as possible um, more than they do with a video game. We see it all the time when it comes to video games and anime adaptations into movies. Hollywood just doesn't typically seem to respect those art forms and stay true to what made those things great all the time. I would say to add to that, you comic books are the perfect example. It took a really, really, really long time for comic book movies to hit, and largely because they weren't talking to comic book people. Okay, but like, here's yeah, the thing. Okay. Okay. In a, in a like, sense, I disagree with that because with comic books, they were kind of the fucking like them try them leaning more into the campiness of the character of the characters is kind of what killed them in a sense. But also, then you also had films like Blade, which very loosely followed the 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 comic itself, but was universally praised. Absolutely, there will always be rare, just like Castlevania is a solid. Intro video game show. There will always be sometimes people to do it well, but large and by and large, you know, there's a reason you like them or dislike them. Kevin Smith talks about all the time. He was tapped to make a Superman movie, and he was like, "Why? You do know there are dudes literally writing Superman right now who can make this movie. Yeah. Why are you coming to me? But all Hollywood's always you're the nerd dude who makes movies, so we can only go to you." Yeah, sorry. No, so, I, I don't. Feel, I, no offense. After it, it, you, you whatever me. you feel, whatever you feel about him is. I understand that, but no. it doesn't detract from the actual truth of the matter. Is someone yeah, no, Hollywood thought he belonged there? But then, the, like, the, but then the man yeah. goes and makes fucking He Man and does what he did, so he doesn't even follow his own goddamn advice. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, He Man is a whole different thing. But um, Farrell's thousand percent correct. Like, yeah. we don't have a video game. Kevin Smith or you were or no guy well, who's just like the the video game who's bringing it maybe GF maybe what's his name the 
v- VGA guys? Like, no, 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 no. There is there is one ray of hope. There is one ray of hope, and that's the man directing, and for, I believe he's directing and doing everything for the Metal Gear Solid movie. Because he's also the same guy who did Kong Skull Island. The reason why I say there's a little hope there is because he is actually friends with Hideo Kojima. So there's a great hope is Neil Druckmann with his Last of Us TV series. And Neil Druckmann, see, and La- to me, Last of Us is an easy layup because it it can't be that. It'll probably be more serious, well, but it can't be that much different than The Walking Dead. The, the blueprint's already there. Yep, pretty much. Well, the re- the reason I think the reason I think Last of Us is our best hope is because it is the IP good. is actually owned by a movie studio, which is yes, also Sony. true. Yes. Okay. So now, the problem the, is uh, they're going to have respect for their own IP. Okay. So I think you know that gives them the best chance. I would agree with that, but then I also say, look at what the fuck it, look at what the fuck they did with Monster Hunter with Resident Evil. I mean, I I will die on the head. That's not their IP. People, no, but but, but they they but Sony backed the goddamn fucking project, so they don't really have that. And so the movie department for them really doesn't have much respect. Um, sorry, what oh, hell? No. What hell? Yeah, but, Neil, gonna... but, but, but Neil Druckmann is actually on is actually um helping direct. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the, that, that the, makes, the actual movie. That makes me feel better after The Last of Us Part Two. That yeah, that makes me feel all fucking better. That 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 fills look, me with fucking look, hope. Look, the story may be trash, but the delivery of it on screen may actually be done properly. Hopefully, it, I guarantee. For me, the only good thing that's going to come out of that is I'm going to get more Adrian Pascal. That's the only good thing going to come out of this because that man is a legend. He is a saint. He is he is the second coming of Jesus, and I will hear none of it from anybody. Uh, there was also another point I was trying to make, but hey, I've got Adrian Pascal on my mind now. What the fuck? Uh, um, Kofi, you're a Halo fan. You haven't seen the. Tr- uh, you know, I guarantee you, Kofi's not even here. No, I'm actually here for once. Oh wow! Okay. Did you, <laughs> did you did you did you see the trailer? I did see the trailer. Uh, so I thought I thought that the action was really cool. Like so, for somebody who's only played up to Halo Reach, and, and then I did like ODST and I played three, but I haven't really been to Halo Four and Five, so I've, I've missed out on a lot. But when I see like some of the action, um, I, I feel like um seeing master chief carrying like the the like the minigun or like the gatling gun was really cool that's what i was attracted to uh i want the set pieces to feel epic because to me halo and the lore is so important i think they've done a good job with the books and everything that we've seen over the years um so for somebody like on the outside you know like i'm not in the xbox ecosystem i kind of see halo from a distance this could kind of like get me you know like what's going on maybe i would actually try paramount plus um, because I just haven't seen enough to even subscribe to them, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, right, I'm not trying that shit. You know what? You know what? I call it re- re- reboot. It's <laughs> fired up. Huh? All right, so here's the deal. One of y'all, one, somebody on this panel will sucker up and get Paramount Plus. I will hear about it. I will I'm get your over at you, I'm, just I'm looking at you, as well. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But no, it looks cool, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm not like head over heels about yeah. it, but. The, like the little details that you guys pointed out, I wouldn't even like caught that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, like, the, yeah. It, it, By the way, what made me happy is a uh, different topic is that it takes two is getting its own theory. Oh, speaking of TV series, no, speaking of TV series, did any of y'all fi- fucking catch the fire that was the fucking uh, Cuphead TV show trailer? Like the full one? 
I saw, I saw it. I yeah. think, Holy shit, if that's what... Like, like a hole? What? Wasn't it like a month so, ago they had that whole trailer? No, there's a... Yeah, no, it's a new one. Yeah, yeah, this is a new one. This was like a full, I think, like, what was it? A two-minute, a full two-minute trailer? Yeah. Yeah, like, that this is, fucking This is gonna be cool. a beautiful thing. This is a beautiful thing that a lot of the IPs that we are playing right now are starting to actually make their way into other um, mainstream avenues, such as film. What makes I, I this like one better for me? What makes this one better for me? One... It is a testament to everything those guys went through to make Cuphead. Two, they were, yeah. I believe they actually worked on this as well. And three, now that he's done, we might finally get the fucking Cuphead DLC. Oh, wait, no, we are, because they did finish it. They did finish yeah, it, yeah. Final, Final, Final Fantasy IX is getting a, a TV series. Um, and I'm pretty sure, based Real on the announcement... is getting an anime series? Oh, that'd be that's dope. What's up. And I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Final Fantasy VII is going to get a series also. Uh, Pretty, like I'm almost, I'm almost guaranteed that Final Fantasy VII is getting a TV series. I ain't gonna lie. Kofi would. Kofi did y'all see the Did y'all see the twenty fifth? And did y'all see the Did y'all see the announcement today by the uh, about the twenty fifth anniversary or was it yeah twenty fifth anniversary? Twenty fifth anniversary. Uh, I didn't no, see thirty fifth. For what? No twenty. Well, twenty fifth. Is it twenty fifth or thirty fifth? It came what? out in the nineties. Twenty fifth. I'm thirty six, so it can't 25th. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so whatever, I can't keep up. Um, <laughs> I'm at this off today. But they, they they essentially guaranteed that after remake, there's going to be a ton more Final Fantasy VII content. And there's only like so much more you're going to do. You're talking about all the there's games they make, right? The mobile game, then the first... No, uh, they're talking about beyond that. No, they're talking about beyond that. There's going to be a lot more content. Yeah, they're just finished remake. My uh, also, apparently, they're going to reveal two, uh, part two this year, which is shopping. They, ho- they, they hope to. It. As long as, the, as long as development stays on track. I'll see will. it when I That's fucking basically. believe it, like Breath of the Wild, yeah. so I'll see it yeah, when I believe I, it. I agree. I think it's going to be like... Well, the, well the, they, they have the benefit of like being able to use like 90% of those assets over again. They just got to make like, you know, little open world. Oswald Candy, towns. baby. They got to make that can. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. I don't think they do. They go that far? Do they go? Do Maybe they, not. They would Maybe have not. to because there's not. I, I mean, feel like unless half have the have game is the backstory of Sephiroth. <laughs> I wouldn't be fucking. I mean, up. I, think I, gonna... I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be attuned to that. I wouldn't mind seeing like uh, an expansion on Sephiroth's character, especially if, like, especially if projection goes where it is. They're turning Sephiroth, in, at least in the reboot series, into some something of um, an anti-villain. Mm-hmm. Like. Alright, so the thing is, you have to think about like how much longer Part 2 is going to be. Because you got to think about, they're probably going to go much deeper into Cloud's account of what happened at Nibelheim. I agree. Like, that's, gonna be the, that, 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 that's probably, that, probably going to be like a good three, maybe four hours of gameplay in itself, maybe? Okay. They, they, like, they need some set piece, though. Yeah, you, I think you have to, and like Cosmo Canyon is also a good place to end it because it's like their next, yeah. like here's yeah. our next step after what we now yeah. we know we have to do. Once yeah, yeah they, they might end it there, but if you end it there, that's probably a CGI scene. I mean, so, like, you, gotta, you gotta be a part, like you gotta fight Red's dad, my, my thing, monster. Right. Yeah. You gotta learn the story of Red's um, dad. Although, no golden uh, saucer, another... and I'm screw it. Mm. Another part of it is is that you have to uh, you got to cover some of the content that takes place in the books that came out this summer. Because right. some of that, some of the stuff in the books takes place will be taking place during 
remake to you've also really good imagery as a final point before we move on to the actual topics proper uh the the other thing you also need to take into account i think you I, when we were talking about clouds um his recounting of what happens you also probably need to fill in a couple of whole holes in what happened differently in crisis core to the point well, they, I, they, they, won't, like, they won't they won't they won't will they attack plot holes that early and will, will they start attacking Cloud's account of events. No, they, they they kind of have to because again, you got to remember. By the end of seven, we find out that fucking Zach is alive. That that that's something that needs to be addressed. I kind of agree with Dante. We, we assume that he's alive. Oh they, no, they, no, no, they, they, no, they, no! That's pretty much goddamn confirmed. Cloud, Cloud got the like. Cloud got to um, I think it was Midgar because of because of Zach because Zach carried him back after the because by the end of the events of. Um, uh, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Zach was dead, and Clyde, and Clyde was pretty much left there um, and found Zach. If I remember the events of yes. Crisis Core correctly, in the new events, Zach carried an unconscious Cloud all the way back to Midgar after defeating yeah, all of the enemies have... that came to kill him. So that the, the reason why those new events unfolded need to be addressed. You have the conflict of there will be two Buster Swords if both of them are alive, and then. You have the conflict of that Zach's timeline displays different images, like inside the church. There's different. The church is different in Zach's timeline than it is in than what it was in the actual game. Um, the mascot is different in Zach's than it is in Klaus' timeline as well. Of, so, and all of this is what needs to be explained. Is what I'm saying. If yeah, they, they're going with the, they're going they're going with some of Laguna types. Stuff I don't know, like so we don't know if he's actually alive in this timeline or not. Like I think he is. Sprinkling some Kingdom Hearts, uh, Final Fantasy VIII madness right now. We're just gonna have to wait and see. We we already know. I think it was already confirmed. The Aerith that we know already knows a lot of the events that are happening and what and that they're. Yeah, she she was in. So it would not surprise me. from Advent Children. Okay, so it would not surprise me if Aerith met Zach earlier informed him on everything that's going to happen that's how he survived and he left the buster sword with Clyde because he knew those events needed to unfold the way they did i see you not not he had the buster sword at the end of uh the intermission dlc who uh zach zach yeah he goes to the church and he has the buster sword on his back at the end of the intermission DLC. In, fair, in fairness, the, the, it's not like there hasn't existed two Buster yeah. Swords. Do I need to bring up Advent? Like, what the... F- okay, I love it. I do. But do I need to bring up the what the fuck is is that Buster Sword that he had, that Cloud had in Advent Children where it fucking transformed in like five, seven different fucking that wasn't, swords? That, was, that wasn't the Buster Sword. But that, was, that was just a new sword. Yeah, but it's still classed as a Buster Sword. Can we talk about this uh, after the joke of the... No, 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 we're not. We're moving on to the first topic, which I'm hoping I got correct. Oh, we're just uh, making it to the first topic? Oh, God. No, I, again, I wanted to quickly just get thoughts, and then it fucking diverged because everybody keeps bringing up, oh, but it's a studio making this kind of thing, and I'm squarely blaming you for that, Pharaoh. Uh, right, so first topic, late review copies. Why, why, why do we think? I think it's pretty cut and dry. Why, why are a lot of studios not giving review copies to uh, outlets earlier? 
simply because I believe is one of two things. One, they don't have faith in the project, or two, it's not fucking complete. Like, when they turn around and say it's got golden, gone golden, they still bring out fucking day one patches, which, I mean, do, do, need I, I like the game, but need I bring up Cyberpunk? Like, they gave him, they gave him a fucking, they gave him a duck, they gave him a, a fucking, they didn't give it to him. They gave him a, they gave him a fucking red herring. Uh, um, Omar wanted well, to I... talk about this, so I'm gonna let Omar go first because Omar wanted to talk about this. Yeah. Mm. I am. Um, um. I have two opinions on this one. On, on this one, the first opinion is that maybe they want to prevent the game getting leaked. Mostly the story, um, um, important moments and stuff like that. Because as much as there is, uh, um, uh, what's called, um, NDAs and NDMA, uh, a lot of people, uh, um, don't act upon them. I literally saw a tweet from community manager from, uh, um, Ubisoft saying, saying that people uh, are, uh, um, Abusing the NMDA and not uh, accept, uh, not uh, making sure by it, and she is in 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 chat uh, taking notes and taking this channel down. I think that. I mean, one, if you review a game, you shouldn't have to buy a copy. I'm just saying because you're promoting that game by giving a review. Uh, say, say, yeah, but here's my problem. Um, in my opinion, same argument a lot of people would levy towards let's players and streamers like myself. But I, 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 I still buy the game. That's that's a that that one's a slippery slope thing. I think if you're, I think if you're. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. I'm not talking about. Uh... No, I was, I was talking to Farrell well, there, at that point with his. With his uh, review, if they're reviewing it, they're giving it free marketing, so they well, should, should get it for free. Well, I'm just well. When you're doing a let's play, it's different because they're not asking you to play it. If they were asking you to play it, they would compensate you. A lot of these studio, a lot, no, Actually, a lot, of, a lot of these, a lot of these outlets don't. They don't ask them to review it. They just send them free copies to to review it. I actually believe uh, reviews shouldn't be free anymore. Because when be. I game, when I game it free, you're gonna be way more forgiving toward if a game is not free. Like for example, how I raged about God Godfall. If that shit was not free, if that shit was free, which for me is free, but I'm joking. I'm talking. If I was a reviewer, I would have just uh, said this and moved on. It would have not impacted me, but if I paid money, and I'm reviewing this this and quote unquote wasting my time, then I'm gonna be mad pissed and put that in the review. Also, well, when you pay your review, when you pay your games, when you buy your games, you are way more um, invested because there's a financial uh, invested and also able to be more honest uh, over when you. Are hoping for a review, uh, a review copy. So, I mean, in most cases, the the person doing the review wouldn't pay for it anyway, because their company would pay for it. So either way, they would play the game for free. That's also true. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah okay. I, yeah, they wouldn't pay for it regardless. 
there are a lot of YouTubers getting copy and they are no company. They are just YouTubers. But they are getting yeah. copies. Yeah, but they're, but they're not they're not the ones that impact Metascores and things. They're like nobody. Yeah, they're 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 reviewed. Yeah, they're there. It doesn't fuck with Metacritic because they're not on Metacritic. Uh, actually, a couple are actually. Uh, yeah, a couple are. But like I'm saying some, some of the, for the most some part, of the big ones. Some of the big ones. I think Angry yeah. Joe is on Metacritic. I think. Is it um? What's his name from your side of the world, Dante? What? Who? You still work at Destructoid. So, that's oh, wait, my no, zero punctuation? Um, Yassi? No, not oh. zero. Even though zero's good. Zero's good. Zero's um, great. I love him. A guy. Kind of bigger guy. Oh, man. Total Biscuit. Name? No, not Biscuit, oh. but he's good too. Total Biscuit, right? I like him. That's, but that's no, there's the third guy. Um, Total Biscuit is dead. Yes, I know he's dead. I did a whole fucking um, video upset about it. What, what was the. Oh gosh, he's kind of bigger. Jim, Jim, Jim Quisitions. Jim's oh, no, he, he, oh, no, God, no. He's no oh, lady. no, no. How, dare you, no how dare you call him Jim? How dare you, you misgendering cis white, cis black male? How dare you misgender him? He is, <laughs> he is oh, no she, lady. She is, she is a strong, they... independent whale who don't need no man. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, gosh, so... I'm staying out of this one. I don't know what happened with that. Yeah, no, he, he yeah. apparently transitioned two years ago or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I don't really know. Yeah, so uh, for me, care. it's there. Uh, that one. We don't uh, know how to keep up with everyone's. Yes, like, let's let's get back back, so, on, back on topic. But I truly believe it to prevent leak from happening. See, which at that and or two, it because they are not ready, and we've seen it with Cyberpunk, we've seen it with uh, uh, other games, and sometimes it's justifiable, not justifiable, but more like uh, you're correct for being scared. But uh, one time, at least for me, it was with uh, Kena. They were mad late with the reviews, but still the game was amazing. So it, it's Doom almost is... like a hit or miss. And even with PlayStation, when they're confident they're releasing it uh, early, but when they're not, okay, with they can't, then they release it, uh, quote unquote, whenever it's uh, allowed to, uh, uh, must be so like a game like um god of war they released that shit a year uh, a, a half a month and now with forbidden west they released that 13 days uh ahead of time that's i threw yeah no so, so first of all um i just want to attack a few points before my 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 civ like memory just lets all of that just go right f the fuck through it First of all, with the leak thing, and I don't want to speak for everybody because I'd like everybody else's opinion on that point specifically. I don't feel like that is a valid, nor is that a problem, nor is that a... I don't think that's on their mind for the simple reason they've got enough problems with internal leaks, leaking the stories while the game's still being made. So I don't think... like The Last of Us Part 2 is like one of the biggest examples where, the, where it did leak and like I believe 90% of it was true. And that that, hey, no, that leaked ages before the game came, uh, ages before the game even came out, like, like even before the game went gold. The other problem, uh, so I want everybody else's opinion. Do you, do you think like the threat of leaks is why they're doing it, and what do you think the probability is? I, I don't think I don't think leaks are the issue. I mean, um, I think one of the biggest issues is like when you give people a short. Um, 
deadline to complete a game or complete any type of review of something, they're not able to really sit back and reflect on their review prior to. So, like, it's um, it's kind of like you know, I finished it and I have to get like a gut check reaction to um, what I thought about it. So, I think that I think that's part of it. And then I think also. the longer the review is out, the the more you allow for groupthink to fester. I mean, as much as as much as uh, you know, gaming community is small. Like people talk to each other, and if you know, I know you're reviewing the game. I mean, and if we have time to talk about it, you know, we I didn't realize that. Like, oh, you ran into this issue too. It may be something that pops up in the review now that you know, two or three people have had a chance to talk about this game that are all under NDA together. Um. I think things like that, you 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 avoid that by um, giving them the minimum amount of time they need to review the game before it comes out. In my opinion, if they wanted, uh, before I get, because I want to ask Kofi, um, in my opinion, if they wanted people to earnestly fucking review games, they need to go gold much fucking earlier. Like, they need to be fit. Like, that's why, I've been, I, I that's why I'm always such a proponent of... Don't be afraid to push back a fucking release date by like uh, like a month or two. Yes. Like yes. Like the, 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 it's net. That's the, if a game is hyped up enough. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like fuck the amount of fucking like Halo is a good fucking example. Halo Infinite is a perfect goddamn example. Except with me because I um I'm a freak. I I I I'm a freak in today's world because I actually have patience. But. Fucking Halo didn't even launch with co-op or Forge, yet motherfuckers gobbled that shit up like it was going out of style. Yeah, I, I mean, in, in, in what you're, to what you're saying, Dante, I would say that um, games should go up for review somewhere within 30 to 45 days before the game releases mm-hmm. with the intent of the review being published a week prior to the game coming out. Yes, no, I'm absolutely, I'm on, yeah, I'm on, sure. I'm on board with that because here's the thing: if you give them, if you give them the a thirty day limit, even something like because it's their fucking job, even something like an RPG or an MMO, because that was something that I think we brought up was the fact that someone once said uh, it was a topic, and uh, someone brought up a reviewer said that it's damn near impossible to. Um, accurately um gauge m uh, or rate mmos because they're so long if you give them a month to do it you got one dude solely focused on one game to review that you give him a month to do that he'll have your fucking review or two people one to play it one to fucking type what he's thinking um i'd say that's definitely an issue um games games need to go game companies need to be unafraid to push back release dates or be more lenient on release dates if they are so concerned about reviews which in my opinion in today's climate no one ain't gonna fucking care about reviews because none because and 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 i'm the first one bringing it up thanks to game pass none of y'all fucking read reviews before you slap down money to or download that shit anyway so they don't reviews don't even fucking matter on something like Game Pass when you just willy nilly press download mm. or buy on discount anyway. And because because just and by precedent on it being on it's, Game it's, Pass, it's about it's about risk. There's no risk involved. I'm not out so, sixty dollars. I mean, I I, I mean, yeah, most man. of us grew up. Uh, mo- most most of us grew up in the era before the internet was a thing in every household. 
And I don't remember walking into a store and seeing a game and being like, I need to check the reviews first. Yeah, like, you saw it and you were like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Let me go buy it. Like, I, like, I, I, just, I don't remember picking up like a Game Informer magazine or whatever the gaming magazine of the time was and like looking at the review before I decided to buy the game. Like, like we knew Legend, Legend of Dragoon was coming out like a year or, or whatever before it came out and we were talking about the game. We weren't me, me, me and Kofi, we weren't like online reading reviews of it. Like, it's like I, it's just different times. I don't know. I mean, I, reviews may be a thing in today's times, but I just I don't remember that ever dictating my purchases. I just don't. I I fondly remember reading reviews after a game had already came out and I'd already played it. Like that. That's yeah. Like, like that afterwards, like I must have grown. I must be you like, the, just like the biggest freak in the world because like when it came to games. I was immediately if I if I if it was a game I'd never heard of or a game that I was looking forward to because I grew up I guess I guess it's because I grew up dirt poor um I I was the I was the I'm, I'm the Kenny of the group um uh, I when I when I'm kicking the Kenny of the group I'm the Kenny of the group I mean, when when I'm when I walk down with with one shoe on my feet and people ask uh did I lose a shoe I say no I found one um. <laughs> when I kick a can down the street, I, people ask what I'm doing. I say I'm moving. Um, uh, but my, what? I said I'm fucking weak. <laughs> but for me, I always asked like my peers, like, have you played this game? If not, like, or, or if you did, what do you think of it? And I always, and I, I did. I, I, for fuck's sake, even the even in the age of digital, I was I was reading. Like magazines, I was I was reading like the sheets to see like okay, did, 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 is this game good? Like did, that's like back in the day. That's for the longest goddamn time. This is how much I was reading fucking books. Uh, still reading magazines. I I remember buying the magazine that a, a PlayStation magazine that first showed Bioshock, and then it only came out on Xbox. Some people were like. But it's only going to be an Xbox exclusive. And I just told up the magazine saying, they fucking showed it in PlayStation. And then it came I, out I, much later on PlayStation 3. And I'm like, fucking see? I remember, I remember when, uh, uh, when Resident Evil 4 was first announced. And, I mean, it, it launched as a completely different game. But when they were first talking about it, they were talking about being in, like, an old, like, dilapidated mansion. Yeah, and the ghost. Yeah, exactly. Having a constant threat that was like chasing you, like part of that kind of ended up in the game, but it was a completely different game when it actually came out. Exactly, and the fucking oh. the, the screenshots of Bioshock looked a lot fucking I, cleaner. Than I, I, shown. I I read I that know. sitting sitting in my uncle Nate's living room in Connecticut. Like, I I I finally remember exactly where I was when I read that issue. But yeah, oh. like oh, oh, hell, oh. hell, even when I even if I was gonna buy him, this actually I can specifically. Point to you to a fucking thing because you want to know one thing people don't do. Like clearly, I'm the freak. I, I'll admit I'm not talking for the majority. I'm talking for the fucking silent minority at this point. Yes, I'm a minority on a minority podcast. <laughs> Damn it! Sorry. Um, I what I usually did if it was a game I didn't know about either, I asked the fucking clerk at the store because like the game. The, usually, people who play who work at game stores. Like ones that specifically sell games are usually get, are most likely gamers themselves, and that's actually what happened when I got into Mass Effect. Like I saw Mass Effect Two on the on the shelf, it was like five pounds or something at Game Station. What? Well, I'm mean, Game. I don't think Game Station exists anymore. But I picked it up. I was like, oh, this looks cool. 
Uh, what's up to do? I asked him. Do you know anything about this? He said, Mass Effect 2, one of the best games ever fucking made. And I was like, don't, if you lie to me, I will come back. Bought the game. Dude weren't wrong. It was one of the best games I ever fucking played. And that was on the Xbox, I got the Xbox 360 version, where you had to do the fucking annoying swap disc bullshit. Yep. Man. I remember, I remember when Kofi first got his PlayStation. I think he first got his PlayStation. And, uh, you know, I walked in his house and he was playing some BS. And like, I'm looking at his new games and like, he has like Final Fantasy VII on Legend of Guy. And I'm like, take this out now. We're playing real games. You know, it's funny. That third game I was playing is actually still my favorite game in the series, which will get me, you know, shivved out here. It was Grand Theft Auto 2. I really love it. Dude, it will get you <laughs> shivved out here. Yeah. It was just so simple. Like, like I didn't need the story. I just wanted to crash cars and run from the cops. I think like that was like that was like uh that that was that was when Kofi became hooked on JRPGs. When I was like, no, you got to pop this crap out. We got to pop this in right now. Facts. <laughs> and it, it was actually yeah. I did not like Final Fantasy VII first. Like, no, like guy. See, was the thing. I played Final Fantasy VII, and Fair is totally right. I just didn't understand the ATB. I was just like, this is too much. I'm done. But then I played Legaya, and then you know you started discovering arts. I was like, oh shoot, Legaya is it. Uh, but then yeah, we came back, and Pharaoh was like, yo, this is how you played seven. Like, look at Braver, look at you know Cross Slash. Uh, I was like, oh shoot, it's going hard. And yeah, from there, um, it's the classic. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. It's interesting because, like, you know, I didn't meet Pharaoh and Kofi till a bit later, um, but and probably just because I always look at weird shit anyway. But like, I I just looked at what seemed cool on the cover and was like, I kind of want this game. Like that's yes. what led me to that's, that's what led me to Blasto. That's what led me to uh, well, in Hergies, which the only reason I even wanted to play that game because it had Cloud and Tifa in it and it was a fighting game or like Toeball Number One. Um, or Buster Groove. I would have never played Buster Groove unless, like, I was like, these people look kind of interesting. What's this all about? Um, it, it, it that's pretty much how I just spent my gaming like choices. It was like, what looks interesting, and you'd spend, you know, ten to fifteen minutes in a in a store in GameStop or with KB Toys or what's the uh Power Gamer? I think is what it made used to call, and just like running back and forth looking at cases looking at back of the box art um figuring out well, okay what's this seem like what's this what's this supposed to do um i reviews always existed for me and like i was aware of them and i looked at some of them but uh majority of the collection of games i've ever played are just things i thought looked interesting okay could someone mm-hmm. tell i've muted him could someone please tell pharaoh when he's not talking to please mute himself because that sound was back yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm going to unmute him now. Hopefully, it's... There we go. Thank you. Thank Sarah. you. Um, but yeah, like... Uh, anyway, going back onto the topic, but like, it's these kind of things. Like, back then, it did feel like... It, it, with game magazines, at the very least, it did seem like they gave games... Uh, to, uh, rev- give uh, these guys review copies a lot earlier than they do now. Because they... So what's saying? Yeah. Digital, digital. That that's what fucking changed. Like it, everything and, went from printed media, where you'd need to play the game, you'd need to review the game, then you'd need to bring out your copy of that magazine just after or just before the game came out. 
But what yeah. makes, doesn't make sense is why a company like PlayStation or even Nintendo, because Nintendo does this, uh, send games out early. Like, why uh, the, what's called, uh, the abnormality? Like, I, I think part of it is catching people's attention. Like, you, magazines had a captive audience. It was built in. Like, the only way you're going to read about this is when you buy my magazine. Now, if you're just any reviewer, not only is it you have to go up against like your actual deadline, you've got to go up against the 10 other websites that are covering uh, the exact same shit. And like, it's always about who gets to print first. Also, I think on the I think on the developer, the publisher side, I think they realized after a certain amount of time, they didn't need the fucking reviews because people are just going to buy these games anyway. Yeah, I mean, at the, you know, at the time when we and we did it growing up, like all we had to know was SquareSoft was making a game. It was probably going to get bought. Didn't really matter what it was. It was probably going to get bought. But back then, here's the thing. Back then, the gaming community, as much as uh, as much as Pharaoh likes to turn around and say the gaming community is small, if if uh, if the gaming community is small today by his standards, like the gaming community back then was fucking microscopic. Like atom size in comparison. True. I mean, it was niche, but I, I mean, it, 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 it stopped it, being it's, niche. It's small, but it's high revenue generating. It, it was like it, compared to other. It beats out the movie industry and the music industry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not. Well, it's not I mean, revenue generator. But the but thing the is, would it would it beat out? Is... Would it beat out the movie industry if movie tickets were sixty dollars a pop? No, no, it wouldn't. Right, right there. <laughs> that's that's why i mean it's 60 dollars for for the entrance fee here i don't know give it give it time these subscription services now that the now they've got shit coming out on just fucking uh subscription services and they're trying to kill out the fucking blu-ray uh industry uh, the dvd or blu-ray industry shit like that like give, give it fucking time the it, it will get there just on pure fucking subscribers alone because the, the locking content behind it DVDs will exist until they find a solution to make the game pass a porn. Until then, we're good. It already exists. It's called porn. Porn, dic- porn dictates, but yeah, but it's not a subservice. Yeah, it is. You get all yes, of it, them. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like you play- oh, it's a subservice. Now? There is a, no. Well, there is a subscription service. Yes. Like where you get like all the movies. And yes. Like you, like you just Netflix through it. Yes. Okay. Dude, I, yes, I, yeah, it's had that for fucking. Fuck, it has had that for no. years, my man. No, you're so I know they have the premium. I know they have like the paid version where you get to click on like the like the full clip of a video. Well, no, no, like, like the, the, there's no, there's exclusive stuff behind that premium service as well. Last, uh, I'm trying no, not, not to incriminate not, myself, not. and it ain't fucking helping. I'm not hit. To, I, to I, that, I still, man. I still, what Pharaoh's asking for is the Netflix of, which right now what exists is the HBO of. So it's like you want all original HBO content or whatever your favorite. Okay, I, I, I get. Insight is, yeah, but you just want a random oh, grab then, bag that then doesn't at that, exist. Then at that point, it does exist. It's called, uh, it's called, um, oh, for fuck's sake. I, it, it, you know what? It, it's big, but it, in my radar, it became fucking small. OnlyFans, yeah, it exists. It's I'm called not, OnlyFans. You, you may know it's I'm not hit to it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hit to it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, 
we all know porn dictates media. Did it with beta versus VHS, HD, DVD versus Blu-ray? Because somebody is out there spending money on that shit. You, you are hundred percent right. I can't even confirm nor deny. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Whatever they latched onto, uh, that was uh, that was the media people were going to use. God fucking damn! Why did that picture? God damn it! Sorry, just this picture just pops up on my fucking screen and. Okay, it's yeah, Wait, somebody look. send you some. Uh, no, some, it didn't dick pics. No, 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 no. Me. It's actually Xbox related. <laughs> it's probably the funniest fucking Phil Spencer meme oh, I've ever goddamn SFW. seen. Yeah, it's the funniest Phil Spencer meme ever. It's the one where it's uh, Phil Spencer's head over Al Schwarzenegger from Commando and the bazooka's replaced by the Series X. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I fucking love that. I'm, I love that picture. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Kofi, so Kofi, what about what? I, you, we we wait again. We went off topic, and it ain't my goddamn fault. But I right. just don't want to interrupt people's mindsets because they just keep fucking talking. I thought I talked a lot. But yeah, you What do you, what do you think? Is, do you think the leaks are the problem, or do you think it's something else when it comes to uh, people not getting reviews copies early? Enough. Man, like I feel like there's one thing I dislike leaks just as much as everybody else um but like i i don't even know how to approach this i feel like there are a lot of issues with uh the review process whether it's that the most influential reviewers that review every single game seem to um try to match that standard on a day like on a over a large span of time so they need enough staff and they end up crunching and they have um little time to review let's say a long game and on top of that embargoes so if the embargo is going to be right like let's say the the software won't come out to a certain time and then it's embargoed to another date um publishers want to you know protect um any sort of news coming out and i feel like all that all that going into a game coming out can kind of i don't know muddy the waters i just feel like here's what i was honestly thinking if a if a review company such as IGN or GameSpot um, has the greatest influence on a Metacritic, there should be some sort of process that requires them to have a certain amount of time. And I, I hate to say it, I think um, even though links, leaks might be a concern, I would rather have that so that we have less crunch to review a game in, in a short amount of time. Hell, I sometimes don't know how, they how don't even move. finish the game. Like that that's a proven fact. Right. Sometimes they don't even finish yeah. the goddamn game. I was about to say some like, reviewers don't do that. Yeah. And they don't disclose it. That's the eight. Right. Like well, I, I look at so like I've been really super like a weeb in these last few months and I Only look at in the last few months. Do. Only in the last few months. <laughs> well, I've been really like oh, not wow. on on like the western side at least with Twitter. But like w w the reason I bring this up is I look at Famitsu reviews and I feel like uh, uh, when you get into like some of the long-winded things that they've written, they miss so many games because they're not localized. And so it they have a rhythm that works I feel like for the size that Famitsu is. But over here in the west, we're reviewing everything. We're just crunching in like indie game, indie game, indie game. All right, jump on a big game, do a $60, I mean 60-hour game. Uh, you know, review, Um, I don't know, uh, what's it called? Assassin's Creed. And then it's in the fall when everything is stacking on top of each other. Um, yep. It just feels bloated. You imagine being a reviewer this year with everything that's coming out? Oh, right, yeah, in 2022. Oh, for sure, like, fuck. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. A, and I don't, know, I don't know how team. to... I just feel like there should be some sort of... Well, your question was about leaks, so I apologize because I'm kind of no, going off right topic. Go right ahead, I'm used to everybody going off topic anyway. 
Now I know how I IFC just, feels. You know, you know what irks me the most when reviewers review a game that they have no business reviewing. If you're not a fan of a uh, uh, racing game, why the fuck are you reviewing a that, racing that, game? Do you, do you, do you, do you, but do you also be, just want a fan of it to, to review it, though? Because okay. then it's, there's bias No, I disagree. I, I, get it, I, I, dis- I disagree that there would be bias because, in my opinion, as a prerequisite to being a journalist, you need to look at anything with as much... Because everybody has a bias, no matter what. Even people on this podcast have a bias, whether they want to admit it or not. Um, but the thing is, is the, the job of a, of a reviewer is to go in with as big of an unbiased opinion as possible. Okay? I try and do that with the interviews that, I've, that I do. The difference is... Is... When you you look at it with this unbiased eye, but it's better to also have an expert at a game or at a genre with knowledge of the genre so they know what to look for and what it could possibly be missing that could also be lost or be missed in a review of a game. Like, for example, um, uh, for example, uh, Kofi, you're a big Gran Turismo fan. You love this series. Okay, right. you read a review of Gran Turismo. Uh, what's the next one? Six? Was it five? Seven. Seven. Okay, Gran Turismo seven, and you're reading a review, and it's by somebody who don't know anything about racing games and doesn't know re- doesn't like racing games, doesn't know much about Me. racing games. Let me finish, and hasn't even played the other Gran Turismo games, and. It's a glowing review, but when you play it, there is a name is something that you feel would be a big omission that was in previous Gran Turismo games that would uh, irk you beyond all recognition if it wasn't in Gran Turismo Seven. Um, online racing rules for crashing. Now imagine if the review didn't mention that. Yeah, I would. I would be irritated, especially if I then bought the game and it wasn't in the game. Oh, I'd be heated. I'd be that's, that's a massive overload. That's why I'm actually all in favor of having people who play this type of game, these types of games, reviewing those types of games. Like Jubei, you're a fighting game guy. Imagine, imagine if, um, like, j- just put yourself in the shoes of some of, um, eh, sorry, mixing my words here. Just put yourself in the shoes of if you played a series that you really liked. Say, I mean, fuck, you know what? Let's let's actually use Street Fighter as an example. Like, imagine. Like, let's look at Street Fighter. Uh, with Street Fighter 4, Ultra, Ultra Street Fighter 4, like, Street Fighter 5 came out broke, uh, came out broken and unfinished as hell. We all know that, but what it, but uh, I guarantee you a lot of reviewers missed out on a lot of the lost features because they weren't fans of the genre or hadn't really played any of the other games. You know what I mean? That's true. I mean, because Ultra 4 was dope. Yeah. I loved Ultra 4. Fuck all, you. all of four. I, I loved every phase that four went. Through. I will throw. I, an, I was. I'll throw another one which will hit you hard. Fucking. I imagine a lot of fucking reviews for Marvel versus Capcom Infinite missed out on a lot of the goddamn features no, that were missing. No, 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 no. That game is garbage. That, that game is hot garbage. No, no, no. You, no. Let me finish. Mm-mm. I guarantee you, there are fe- there are reviews out there of Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. That completely missed a lot of the features that were in previous Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat, Marvel vs. Capcom games, like Marvel vs. Mm-hmm. Capcom 3, that weren't yep. in Infinite, and they completely missed it because they weren't a fan of the genre, and not a yep. fan of this. Uh, that. That's that's why I'm all for reviewers uh, reviewing games that they are intimate, they have intimate knowledge of, because it it 
there might be a there might be a sense of bias, but there's always going to be a sense of bias. But at least there'll be a fucking straight analysis of it. Right. Hold on, hold on. Three people talking. Farrell started first, then Jubeir, then Kofi, yeah. uh, then Omar. Farrell, yeah. go. Mine could be really quick. I was just going to say that I think uh, fans of, of games are typically um, the harshest critic of the game. Mm hmm. Look at Halo. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was you all bet. I say. You bet. Yeah. Um. The, the thing is, the onus is on these companies to hire um people that fit that criteria to be able to you know effectively review these games. And I, I just don't think you know you can hire a full team of reviewers that covers the whole spectrum. Like, could you? Yeah. But are these companies going to? No. No, they probably no, become both I mean, sides. Yeah. One more thing, if I may. Um. There's really no excuse for this because you know. Being the old guy gamer again, uh, back in the days when we were growing up, these games released with, with full blown strategy guides that helped you get com- like from point A to part B, point you know point Z of the game, whether it was a sports game or a oh, yeah. RPG or, or whatever. You had a full strategy guide before the game even like that launched with the game. I bought so the one for Skyrim when that launched. There's no excuse for this. It's just not. All right, go ahead, Omar. What's your what's your take? And then I want zeros on reviewing because I mean, as we as yeah. we all know, Nintendo is all it, for reviewers. So here's the thing: imagine uh, uh, reviewing a game about One Piece, but you have absolutely no idea what One Piece is. You one, you're not gonna you're not gonna understand the joke. You're gonna complain about. Why the game is not explaining uh, who is the characters and their origin stories and so on and so on, and you're so you're gonna be so confused with what you're playing, and you're not gonna understand. Not understand. You're not gonna um, uh, explain well if the game. Is faithful to the original source material, or if the game uh, is not canon and does some weird shit. Like for example, uh, here's a different example. Like called um, what's called um, Demon Slayer. Uh, imagine if the main character for Demon Slayer all of a sudden grows four arms. Like if you're not a fan of the show. You're you're not gonna know that something that doesn't happen, and you're not gonna. Or if it does happen in the show, you're not gonna understand why it's happened because you don't follow the show. That and you can literally link that to to game reviewers when it comes to reviewing game in general. Like for example, if you have absolutely no idea uh, uh, about anything, you don't know anything about. A racing game, you're not gonna have fun reviewing a racing game, and everything you do, and you're gonna be uh, uh, bad in the sense of you're gonna suck at it. You're gonna put that negativity in your reflection when you come to reviewing the game. Oh, the gameplay is sucks. The game is slow. The game punishes you for doing something. Uh, it's so stupid. All I did was I went out of the court for a few seconds. Something like that. Yeah. 
Um, now, zero. We got trying to steer everything back onto the goddamn topic. Um, Nintendo, well known for giving reviewers review copies. Why do you think Nintendo? Why? Why is that zero? Why? Why is that? Um, you know, I I, I couldn't. I, why I why do that... you think? Why do you think that is? Sarcasm. I mean, they just. I mean, they don't want you to have it. Or it's like, I don't particularly. For, honestly, for Nintendo, I don't really need your review. I'm going to do numbers with or without you. And, um, that right and time there, and time that... again, they've proven that. Um, although, to be fair, most publications are pretty alright towards the actual Nintendo games that they put out. See, and, um, and, and, and Zero pretty much summed up everything like I did earlier. The, the, these companies have realized they don't need reviews. Because, again, you will always be able to part a fool with their money. But, but I, I think, I actually think Kofi hit the nail on the head um, when it came down to just the, what, what is happening with reviewers who aren't getting anything or who just aren't being a part who aren't finishing, who aren't playing, um, that it's an industry problem in that uh, it's crazy. I was like, I'm just reading an article about this on, like, of all places, Kotaku. Um, You've already lost points, but go ahead. I'll allow you to continue. <laughs> where, um, you know, I still think, it, it, to me, it's telling when Omar was describing One Piece, the words he would use was fan. And I reject the notion that you have to be a fan of something to re- review it. You should absolutely see it and understand it, but you don't have to be a fan of it. If I personally think that Oda's storytelling is garbage, I can still review the game and still also say the story is probably is garbage because the story of One Piece is garbage. I don't have to be a fan to be truthful about how this game is. Um, so I, I sort of reject that idea because this is a job, and I, I say this all the time, I still think gamers cannot separate the hobby and the love of the hobby from the actual job of it all. Like, we view it as I wish I could be in this space to do this. Other people just see a check. And, like, there's nothing wrong with that because that's across every job. Nobody, not every person who works is passionate about working. Some people go to get paid and go home. I agree agree with that, but it, it would be nice if they were, and even from a journalist perspective, even better. But that is the that is the truth of it all. Like it, it's a job. There are a lot of passionate people in the video game industry because it is an artistic endeavor. And like we salute those folks. We see them all the time. We we see our Kojimas, um, and like all the other folks who appear. And like we love them. Um, but th- this is still corporate culture. See, okay, right. So let me interject real quick, as I usually do. Right, maybe fan is too strong of a word, but uh, uh, but uh, but what where I was going because I agree with Omar to an extent. Maybe not that may not maybe not his choice of words, but I agree with Omar in the sense that when someone is reviewing a game, I'd rather them have knowledge. Like the examples I gave, I'd rather them have knowledge of the series and the genre itself, so that things are not missed. So it doesn't lead to a misrepresenting. A review of a game job or not that looks bad if you misrepresent or miss things in a review that are critical to a series or a genre as a whole that just that's just that's just that that's just bad pr and i agree with that 
And that's where, and I'll sort of paraphrase part of this, the article that I was reading, um, corporate culture pulls in. And, uh, you know, as it's stating, paraphrasing a bit, these ideas are seeped from corporate culture into the basic logic of our lives. Success isn't real until it's the most success. Your home is not enough until everyone is fulfilled, and even then you deserve another home. This dissatisfaction that leads executives to push writers past their limit year after year, demanding that 15 do the work of 150 without understanding how that is not only impossible, but undesirable. Yep. Like, it's right there. Kovic nailed it when it's like Famitsu seems to just have just the right amount of people to cover everything that they need to do. Most publications don't have enough people to cover every big name game that's coming out this year, let alone any small sleeper hits, every single little indie that appears out of nowhere, anything that might pop up on PS Now or Game Pass or Nintendo Switch Online. But we expect them all to be knowledgeable about it, to understand it, to not misrepresent it, even though only 10 people work for this company. So, okay, so have, people are writing let articles. Let me ask you this then. Why do they count as big, public, big companies, one? And two, why do they then control almost uh, the review system in the sense also which game is, is uh, nominated, not voted? but nominated for Game of the Year. That's all profit. I don't have to be honest in my review to make money because it seems as though we already are seeing that. If It seems that people already are dissatisfied with the system that is. So your question shouldn't be, why are we dissatisfied? It should be, how can we change it? You already know why you're dissatisfied. You know exactly what's going on. Nobody's, Nobody's blind to this. See, I actually have a. You, you asked how do we fix this. I that's actually why what I wanted to bring up next. Like I have a I have a an idea then because it just feels like everybody is following the big publishers. We got to review everything. We got to review everything. But when back in the day, like here's the thing, y'all y'all we talked we were talking about it. So you should remember there were dedicated and there might be still a few around, but there used to be a dedicated uh like magazine. To like certain games, it's like certain genres, like yes. um, like so. I feel like that's what might be missing here. Is like, where's 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 the website dedicated to just reviewing fighting games? That's Shoryuken. Exactly, but the, you, can you name? But can you name but, another, but that community, one? that community has to keep it alive. Like that, the fighting community has to care. Nope. If me and Jubei the only one who cares, that's less than majority of the podcast here. Who does not now, care about that. Now, the review of the... Uh, 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 Kofi, you still alive over there? I am here. I'm just, sorry, I missed out a little bit. Just just needed to check. Just wanted to check before I asked this. <laughs> um, that review that review you were making... That um, review site you were talking about, it was a Japanese one, right? Oh, Famitsu, yeah. Yeah, what did they review? They review a wide variety of games that get localized. So they could do some things in the West, like uh, from... Uh, What's it called? Xenomax games. Uh, they could do right. J- obviously almost any JRPG. Uh, they do visual novels. Right. Um, there, there, things that... right there. No, hey, you, per- you, you've yeah. already just made my point. Right. They have a they they have a niche like they they have a set idea on what they want to review and they're sticking with it. Yes. Yep. Like they they're just reviewing lo- whatever games can get lo- get localized in Japan. 
The, oh wait, hold on. Are they? Are they? So there, there are Jap. Let me just make sure I'm not make, confounding things. They're a Japanese publication, right? Yes. And when you're talking about games localized, they're Western games that have come over to Japan and been localized, right? That's right. Like like Tsushima. But their but their predominant uh their predominant market is Japanese centric games like JRPGs, even even uh, Japanese indie games, right? Absolutely. I would say like there it's you go. maybe 60 40 there you for go. Japanese then right manager. Yeah, but there, there you go. Like that that's that is a publication that how how big is it would you say? Like staff wise is it, is it a big mm. publication? That's a really good question. I have no idea. I mean they're the longest standing um in terms of Japan's game reviewing history, reviewing media. Right there. There you go. The, the fact that they're still standing like because they stuck to their guns and they're reviewing what they know how clearly what they know how to review and they're not and the only time they seem to be branching outside that is games that come into japan now obviously japan is exactly yeah. way smaller than like the uh, like the rest of the world like the the world isn't japan as much as uh, people like to think um but that's my point like why don't we have more publications like that that just review um like a set amount of things like why don't we have um again more fighting game like yeah. yes more fighting game uh like, journalists um, uh, fighting game things why don't we have any west why don't we have any western um uh, western jrpg review sites or magazines like that or are what have influential you? Because like there yeah. are some, but they're not very influential. Like we have RPG site, we have RP Gamer, who I, which I love, but their influence on a Metacritic score is minuscule, right? IGN will come out and be like six out of ten, <laughs> and it'll crush uh, RPG yeah. site. Yeah. And that, that, that's uh, that's RPG some fucking fan. gatekeeping right there. That's some fucking gatekeeping yeah. right there. But yeah, like um, a, 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 like one that focuses on uh, just uh, first person uh, first person shooters, like. That, especially with the amount of first-person shooters out there right now, like it's, it feels like the, the, the industry is missing that, and that could help alleviate a lot of this um, crunch time as well. When you have, like, Halo comes out with a new game. Oh, that publication over there, they just focus on, uh, on first-person shooters. Let's give it to them because we know it's going it's gonna to get the... the fair and balanced review that we want we want it to get but again i'm 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 using i'm going through a thought experiment like, right now like to your point something i wanted to i always harp on this i don't know if you knew this pharaoh but i and, and jupa you mentioned this that you might like see reviews of games after like years after you've been them right you're just curious like well, what review did it get um one back in the day wild arms 2 was one of my favorite rpgs ever but only one oh, major publication one of the best rpgs right one of the, the biggest at the time. No, I thought one of the, the best openings, like openings. Oh, long. openings! Yeah, the song Michiko Naruke, yeah. which, by the way, she's working on the um spiritual sure. sequel to Suikoden. She's working on um what's that game that's Suikoden inspired? Um, the AU uh, so, Hyaku uh, Aiden. Uh, AU Den Chronicles. Chronicles. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. she's composing uh that Suikoden series. Uh, anyway, um, GameSpot was the only publication to cover Water Arms two, and they gave it a five point four out of ten. That was it. So. It, when people look it up, oh, the game must be trash. But they, it was just no, one it's opinion. Not. It's one great. So I was like, I was always heated going looking back at that man. I mean, I, nobody I, else I, reviewed it. I think they you're absolutely fans of the genre, you know. Yeah, I think you're right. absolutely right, Dante. Like that, we need that. the The challenge is, and to its benefit and to its, I guess, detriment. Like new media has helped 
do that, like, I've been, you know, why isn't something for a fighting game? Shoryuken died, I think, in 2019. Yeah, I was thinking of um, Shoryuken. Shoryuken yeah. was great. It, it was really the great. site for yeah, fighting games. It was. Like, if you, no, it was. If you wanted to, like, I was understand, on there. like, yeah, I want to pick up Shoryuken was dope. Street Fighter 4 and understand the matchups, understand frames, all of the yep. type of stuff. They had dedicated mm. walkthrough and guides. Yes, for characters. Mortal Kombat, if you showed up at Evo, there was somebody on there, like, showing you that. Yeah, but unfortunately, yeah. none of this stuff is free. Oh and no, so, I like, get I get that. Yeah. My 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 whole thing as well is it just seems like like best way I can describe because even uh because Jube uh, not Jube, sorry, Kofi bought it up um when he mentioned about um uh what publication did you say I uh, that would have been crushed by an IGN review, did you say? Oh, I was saying a, one game got crushed by it, but Wild Arms. And no, 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 no. But, uh, but, that's my, but that's my point. Like, it feels like, n- even though they're trying to be new media, it feels like old media is gatekeep- gatekeeping to stop new media from taking a place. Absolutely. Because you're bleeding in the profits. Um, but what I would say, to some benefit, like it or love it, like, YouTube exists. And, like, there are people who are reviewers whose job is just to review games who get... 300k maybe 500k yes if you type in the game review ign and then will probably pop up first um that is intentional actually i want to ch- but- let, let, hold on not that i disbelieve you but let's actually let's actually put that theory to the let's actually put that theory to the test let's see name again let's see uh you know what call, call, of, duty, hold on, call of duty vanguard because we all know vanguard was shite uh hold on review yep game spot ign ign game ranks and then fifth down fifth down angry joe's review well even because I, I did it oh. too even what fourth down is who is N- nero cinema like i don't know who that is i know they're not ign game spot so it's like if i'm a fan of nero cinema because like at this i mean angry joe not no disrespect, but I think he's kind of big. He's closer to big media than he is to okay. small media. Okay, okay. Now the reason I I have a lot of things. I have a lot of goddamn things. Uh, not a lot of things, but I have a few gripes with uh Angry Jaw and some of the ways he's conducted himself in the past. So I am in no way his biggest fan. Right. But I will defend him on that point in saying that I cannot see Angry Joe as big media as like that kind of media. For one, he's He's damn near 100%. He's, he is funded predominantly through his Patreon, through merch sales, and um, some and some ad sent because of the fucking apocalypse. Because he's not... Because he's not... Uh, I, he's not... I think he falls under the term not advertiser-friendly. Because the man does not... I mean, but the, 3 million views definitely puts money in your pocket. I was about to say, like, hold on. I, I don't no, disagree no, with okay. you. Man got 3 million views. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> three, three, hold on, 3 million sounds good. 3 million sounds great. Until you realize that, num- that number doesn't will not replicate into the money it should because your money gets cut That's in right. half due to... Absolutely, that's right. Due to yeah. so I mean, that, yeah, let's, yeah. let's 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 let me just use some arbitrary numbers. These 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 numbers are not real, and this is coming from someone who does get AdSense. So let me let me throw the numbers your way. That, let's say that three million translates to a dollar of uh, a dollar for every view. Okay, just use it. I mean, yeah, just 
right? Cut that in half. The mo cut that in. You know what? I'll go even a step further. Cut that down by two thirds. That's what getting put on the non-advertiser friendly thing does to you. Right, and uh, and I get and to be fair, the two million is an anomaly. When I go through his record, like two million is not a normal place where he sits. Like that's that yeah exactly. Right. That's why he also has the Patreon and thingy. So I can't see him as that because what? because of that reason. Now his reach, I'm sure he has more reach than a lot than a lot of these review sites. If we're talking about reach. I would say that, but if we're talking influence on like the algorithm or anything like that, as to your point, who would be the first person to show up? It was GameSpot. He ain't got that. No, no, he won't be GameSpot. Um, um, but I, no one's ever gonna, it, it, no, no one's ever gonna forget him getting fucking just absolutely tranked on by Jeff Keighley. <laughs> and you know, like again, his name runs far, and that's part of the game you got to play. Um, whereas, like as I'm continuing to scroll down, the dynamite with 6,000 views and it's just, is Call of Duty Vanguard worth buying 2022? Like, it, you know, and it still comes to my point of, and I, again, I, I do agree with you, Dante. It is here. It's just different than what we expected. Um, yep. Like, you know, we all know the indie gamer. He tends to primarily focus just on that. Yep. And so, like, I, I you spoken with him, like, if he reviewed an indie game, I'd take his word for it for the most part. Exactly. Unless, like, yeah, have different, like, viewpoints. Uh, that's the indie guy we know. Like, yeah. we yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, and um, the thing is, with the internet, you're obviously going to check the history, and you'll see right. that that's all he does. So if there is somebody you could possibly put any kind of trust into reviewing an indie game, it would be the guy whose name and profile and literal archive shows nothing but indie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, I literally even, ask every every time he posts, I'm like, "Hey, is this good?" Even, <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, you can you can tell you trust that he's in because even his budget is in there. <laughs> yeah, so you know, uh, uh, it it is it's happening, and like clearly, it, I mean, it always does, and this is how it sort of works out. Those who came before are trying to hold on to what they have, and so they're doing whatever they can to sort of influence and keep their hold on their space tight. Your GameSpots, your IGNs, or, you know, whatever, because um, they are big news organizations. Don't forget the key partner; they're a news organization. No, fuck they that. Operate... Kotaku and IGN are a fucking blog at this point. Perfectly fine, but they operate in the same way. I know. I'm like, just they, they don't operate any differently, and so like they learn the tricks of the trade from that. Whereas you know, people like Angry Joe, people like uh, uh, Jim, oh, the like Axe Man, the Axe Man as well. Yeah, had to come up a different way like zero punctuation probably zero punctuation existed i think once every couple of months in gaming former where it was like what's his name dark chad or something like that yeah. where i, I don't remember, I remember that Darth it, was Todd. The, it was like yeah yeah game and farcer like yeah, yeah. And he would <laughs> and just like shit on everybody's favorite games and yeah. like people yeah. would take it seriously yahtzee <laughs> is yahtzee is the pure definition for me of someone who knows it, like giving somebody somebody a somebody money like sorry uh, yahtzee for me is um is like giving somebody money who doesn't give a fuck but knows what he's talking about. It's a recipe right. for brilliance. Yes, and like he's a rarity, and like he probably couldn't make it back when we were coming up in the game of former days because that's not what people wanted to hear. But when you can sort of do it on your own, 
and build your own audience based on people who like what you're saying and how you say it like that is that's crucial you know many of these publications have lost really good people who are good journalists who try to do good work but like you know if gawker just fold when gawker folded everything shuttered under it and like you're gonna lose people if ign does something terrible they're gonna lose people if GameSpot yep. just becomes a terrible place to work you're gonna lose people and these people if you know the people who you like are journalists regardless of what they're writing on so they can just go write something else like video yeah. games are my only beat you know people like you can go write for bloomberg you can go write for any of the various magazines that exist out there so I just choose to write about video games. Like Mike Fahey is one of my favorite writers still around at Kotaku. One of the last of like the best ones they have. Um, which one? Agreed. Which guy? Mike Agreed. Fahey. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. hold on. I got a question. Just out the blue, I need to. I, I just want to make sure on something because I I was curious about Yahtzee. Uh, around the time when you were talking about when we, we when we were coming up um, around the the game informers kind of thing. What time would you specific? What years specifically would you put that around? Which game? Uh, game, in, game Informers. I, no. I, I, I really got into those like, it was like Game Pro, Game sticks. Informer. It was, I, but like prior prior to that was like late nineties, early two thousands. So okay, had his own magazine back then. Late nineties for sure. Game Pro, I say mid nineties for, sure. for me. Okay, so you're okay. So we're talking mid nineties. Okay, fair enough. Because Yahtzee started. Um, because I mean, as far as like new media and stuff like that, Yassi started really fucking early. Like as far as we're talking like new media, I mean, he started in uh two thousand and uh seven. It looks like around there, yeah. Because uh, his first, oh, yeah, his yeah, first one yeah, was I, uh, Fable, uh, Fable: The Lost Chapters. There might be a bit of a age gap because like when it, whenever I think of Game Informer, Game Spot. YouTube didn't oh, exist. No, no. Okay, yeah, no. That, that's why I was yeah. preferencing like, whatever are we talking about? Are we talking? Yeah. Are we talking like? Are we talking pa- paper and pen kind of era? Are we talking printed or are we talking about uploaded? Yeah, no. Like when when I was doing that was I was still getting a couple of hours off my AOL disc so I can uh you know go to Ask Jeeves and like look up the GameFAQs forums. Like it was before the world got inundated with video we were still pretty analog where you know if someone picked up the phone i got kicked offline nobody was making games back in the fucking 90s <laughs> yeah, no yeah yeah yahtzee yeah, was making right. games uh the alpha yahtzee trilogy uh visual it was a uh, visual basic from 1998 to 2000 yes yeah, yeah I, I couldn't imagine that we'd be on the computer watching videos off the internet in the 90s Y'all have no fucking imagination. Yeah, like no, 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 no. Like you gotta, you gotta understand. Like we, we got on the internet. We had to read text. It was text. That's all it was. Somebody yeah, out there went went through, did walkthroughs and shit, and all that shit was text based. There was most no of it videos. is just fucking. Here's yeah. the thing. The worst part is the most reliable fucking place to get information these days for walkthroughs and shit like that is still in text because most fucking yeah. most videos in that for for that shit. Are fucking shit. I mean, GameFAQs is still around for a reason. It started in ninety five. Yeah, I think it started in nineteen ninety five. Yep, and I and I've been I've been going there for ever. I still I still go there. Now, speaking of something that's been around since the fucking nineties, because we need to move on. 
is this went way off fucking topic. Like, I'm, I'm not even talking we went just off-road. We, like, yeah, we, 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 we went off-road and just kept fucking driving. Exactly. You just skip it all and get to the big news. Yeah, oh, no, no. That, that, no, there was only meant to be two fucking topics and a quick uh, thought on Halo uh, TV show. But now, nah, y'all motherfuckers just want... Y'all motherfuckers want, wanted to go off-road and just keep driving that fucking son of a bitch. I like this walk down memory lane of game facts. Now, speaking <laughs> of, let's talk. Let's talk about uh, play. Let's talk about Sony's new bungee card. Uh, are they gonna? Are they? Are they gonna save themselves with it, or are they gonna fucking hang themselves with it? That's very fucking curious. Now, Bungie, speaking, uh, getting getting to my nineties reference. Bungie's been around since the fucking nineties. Uh, when the fuck did Bungie start? Because um, I know. Uh, because I know. Bungie's biggest purchase ever. That that's such a big deal. Um, I'm gonna, like I'm gonna look into that. I'm. I'm Bungie, very... Bungie started with with System Shock, bro. Like Bungie didn't start with System like, Shock. So, 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 so. It didn't start Bungie's there, but like that's, that's this like was my picture. 1991. 1991. Um, Bungie never worked on System Shock, actually. That's um, um that's the Bioshock guys, right? They, that's who? That's the Bioshock guys. They did. System oh yeah. Shock. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? Bungie did Marathon. Yeah, Bungie did the Marathon. Yeah, it was a Mac game. Yeah. Yeah, the the yeah, I was about to say they they did marathon. They were originally a fucking Mac company. Like they yeah. they were making games on yeah. Mac because they did. Uh, Halo was supposed to come to the Mac. It was. Yeah. It was supposed yeah. to come to the Mac. They fuck. They did Oni for the play for the. And Oni, I feel like no one remembers Oni. Kofi and Pharaoh, me and Marvel used to play Oni for hours. I think it was like the game. greatest game ever. Ah, fuck! Oh, forgot they did Operation Desert Storm. So yeah, Bungie's still around. They've been around for fucking. At this point, they've been over, they've been around for over thirty fucking years. Jesus Christ, they've been they've been around longer than I've been alive. Zero, wow. I totally forgot that they made Oni. Yeah, that was my game. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's freaking crazy. Don't they put Oni up on the screen while we talk? Oh, okay, okay, fine for you. For you, Zero. For that's you. freaking wild. All right, so yeah, that's a that's a big that's a big buy. All right, first of all, let me yes, right. Uh, I want to I want to hear it from uh, Kofi first because he's the only PlayStation guy who has any kind of positive thing about this. Because Omar Omar don't fucking care. Um, what what are your thoughts on 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 them uh, okay. acquiring Bungie? Um, uh, my my initial reaction was uh, obviously surprise. I thought it was fake, but I found it to be generally positive. And I'll go through like my emotions, and then I guess I'll talk some of the technical stuff. Um, the reason why I was, uh, I guess, on the emotional positive side is I thought, man, the talent that Bungie has, even though I don't personally like Destiny 2, they could really make something that I love that's a first-person shooter, and I don't have to be mad that I'm buying it. Because I hate Activision. And then DICE just can't get things right. So I'm always looking. You know, I'm looking like, what's a first-person shooter I can get into that... I don't, it, it, it could be anything. It could be a, a spiritual, something that's influenced by a dice game or something influenced by, um, I, I will say Apex Legends is really fun from the you know few hours that I've played it. But there's so few options uh, because I hate so many publishers. Um, so I'm like, wow, this could be really great. Uh, another thing that I thought was interesting was, um, you know, I guess that I thought this might have been a reaction to what had been going on with uh Activision Blizzard. And can I and, can know, I can I interrupt do... and say if 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 you still if people still feel that way, 
And I will blatantly fucking say, if you still think this is a reactionary purchase to that, because I think I, I hope Kofi, you're not, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and apparently, uh, through what we've seen that was already posted online, that this was an ongoing conversation that may have had clues when Destiny 2 was removed from Game Pass at the end of last year. So maybe this no, was like a five, months. six. Yeah, but I'm saying Jim like Ryan, that is Jim, another. Jim Ryan, said, Jim Ryan said five that they've been talking about negotiations for five months. Exactly, but I'm saying like if we were to look back, what was public facing? What what clues would we have had? Maybe something like that would have given us a hunch, well, but of course nobody had considered anything like that. So yeah, th this know. being a, a six or five month uh, plan tells you that it was not reactionary to something like that. The the announcement. The announcement, in my opinion, is the only thing you can turn around and say is reactionary. But I would say that was right. more reactionary. Yeah, I I would say that was only more reactionary to the fucking stock prices dropping than Microsoft buying. Now, you could turn around and say yeah. there's correlation yeah. there. You could say there's correlation there. Obviously, people dropping stocks on off Sony because, because of that purchase. But the only reason they announced it, in my opinion, was because the stock was pricing. The, the, the stock was tanking and they needed to reassure investors. I agree with that. Oh. They probably could have had a, a much more uh, presentation-heavy version of an announcement. Uh, no, I, 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 I disagree you know I mean? with... No, the reason why I disagree with that is because they, 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 they didn't throw... Okay, they, they bought them for less, but I would... Okay, fucking say what you want, but it's the... In my... It, this is how I view it. The purchase of Insomniac was a bigger deal, um, at least for what it meant for Sony fans, than Bungie's acquisition is. I agree. I, I agree. So we, well, let me and they, and they didn't. They didn't throw it's a fucking. Sort of they didn't throw, yeah, they didn't throw a parade for Insomniac. The, the, the good point. Good point. That's a, that's a really good point. Um, a little bit more to unpack here. So then I, of course, end up navigating to the PlayStation blog. You know, Herman Holst and Jim Ryan both have individual posts. Of course, then the CEO of Bungie has his own posts, and, and of course, we got to get into these juicy details about how Bungie will, quote-unquote, remain completely independent and that uh, Destiny 2 will be on everything that it's on right now. It will not change cross-platform, cross-save. It will be very user-friendly. Uh, I find that, a, at first, I was like, huh? But I, I think about this. The PC community that plays Destiny 2, you cannot piss them off. I honestly think that's the lifeblood of, of oh, the Bungie sure. games. Yeah. The games perform sure. the best there. They're the most hardcore there. They're probably like... You know, their forms are probably like, you know, amazing. They get the most feedback. Um, if, so it isn't, if, it isn't, smart. if it isn't the okay. the biggest if it isn't the biggest install base for Destiny 2, it's a close it's it's close in second place. Yeah. Yeah. Like like it's what what, what walkthrough videos don't you see being played on PC? All of them. Right. All right. of them. Um uh, so uh, to be honest, I was like, "Look, you don't want that community pissed off. You want them to still obviously take money." So then I started to link, think, "Well, okay. In general, this is not as big of a win for somebody who's hardcore into the PlayStation fan base because it's really just Sony saying all that money that Bungie's making, we're making that money right now, and you might not see anything front facing." But um, long term, in my opinion, I think that the talent that might be pushing out the next Bungie game. I know uh, well, this is a 2025 game that we don't know of, right? And something else, probably. Um, eventually, there could be other studios that could make a first... Like, there doesn't need to just be one 
key first-person shooter out of PlayStation First Party. There could be two or another great third-person type of game. And PlayStation's really good at moving talent, especially when a team gets together and wants to make something new. At Bungie being as big as it is, I think there's an opportunity for that. Let, let's say Fire Sprite wants to eventually do a first-person shooter. They can have maybe some Bungie staff want to go they to Fire Sprite. They have apparently 600 dev or something like that. Right, right. So it, it's it's not like... Well, of course, there's going to be a lot of manpower going into whatever 2025 is. But long-term, generationally, I think it prepares PlayStation for anything that Xbox might do with Call of Duty. Because it's very obvious to me, you guys tell me if I'm wrong, that the contract will certainly be fulfilled for Call of Duty. But times change! Times change! Five years from now, they might be like, look, Warzone, y'all can have that. But this campaign is going to be on Xbox only, or it's yeah. somehow limited and costing PlayStation uh, dollar per, to to pay, and it's going to be all in Game Pass. And why would you get it on PlayStation, right? Uh, in terms of console versus console, I'm not going to worry about PC. Um, so I think PlayStation's preparing themselves for if something like that happens, they're going to be like, "Yo, we need we need Bungie to make something, you know, something that could compete." And, and um, I saw. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I think they said of the 120 million PlayStation 4s that sold, um, like one out of every five PS4 owners owns Destiny 2 or owns either Destiny 1 and like one of the two games. That's I mean, huge, they like did attachment give, rate percentage. Uh, they, they, they had a, they had a whole console for that fucking game. Like, they, yeah, yeah, then again, they, they got you got your, your exclusive strikes, your exclusive exotics. Like, man, mm, I'm still mad. They're, they're still they're still strikes I can't play. Again, so the only the only fucking exclusive here's the thing. I, I'm Sorry. not I'm not the biggest fan of those exclusive consoles, but I'll tell you something. The only one that I regret never actually be pushing the button on getting was that Metal Gear Solid 5 one, because even not being a Metal Gear even mm-hmm. even if you weren't a Metal Gear Solid uh, fan, like just overall the colour and everything about that PS4 uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, console looked fucking good. I'm going to get a picture of it on screen, actually. One last thing I'll say, and then I'll, I'll, I'll give it up, is um, I just want to reiterate that, yeah, maybe, you know, and they make it seem like Bungie's very independent. I felt like, you guys disagree with me, and I want you to if you feel I feel like Bungie still very craftily in their Q&A made it seem like everything will come to PlayStation and PC, but maybe not Xbox. That's kind of how I took it in terms, not Destiny 2, but whatever comes in the future. Or they left it open enough that they might exclude Xbox well, sometime. They, they, they have a, a way around of... it. They have a way around it. And basically what the FC and Tegumer said, and it's basically they take and publish it and Bungie make it. They can get around the whole every game we're going uh, we're gonna to publish is going to be uh, multiplayer. That that right. is that is a way around it, but again, and I just want to bring note to. Uh, by the way, just also note that 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 uh, that fucking console looks beautiful. Like it it really fucking does. I'm sorry, I really like the look of this PlayStation Four. Um. Anyway. Um. So anyway, my point is. Um. Is that point point in the right way? No, I wasn't. It's right there. Uh. So anyway, they, they it's the flexibility of the words they used. All games in development will remain multi-platform. Somebody also came out and said all future games I as didn't, well. I don't so recall there, seeing there's, that. There's one. ways about that. Okay, I, I, I posted it in the chat. 
Man, I, do, you see how much, do you see how much Omar you, just spams messages? That shit gets lost in fucking translation. This, this man just says, hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. All in three different, all, all, just, all just in different fucking lines. Like, each word has its own input. Like, so that shit just scrolls up faster than my fucking DMs. Anyway... Yes, but yes, I agree with the I agree with the workaround they could do, but you don't want to stretch Bungie too thin. Anyway, continue, please. Uh, I mean, that was basically it for me. I, I think that for a while things will be the same. Like Call of Duty is going to be the same. Bungie and their twenty twenty five game and DLC and all this is going to be the same. But there's going to be a rift at some point where these two different ecosystems are going to need to go head to head. We may not see it till maybe the end of the gen when these games are out, but. I That's what I think. Both sides need to be ready for that. Obviously, Xbox has this huge influence that Call of Duty is, so they could just do whatever they want. I have a theory about that. Actually, I think. Okay, so call me crazy. I'm fucking sure Farrell just is is gonna be secretly thinking it, and I think Jube is gonna give me the side eye. I honestly think, personally, if active, if Microsoft keep buying. Uh, keep buying um, studios at the rate that they are with the publishers. amount that they are. Publishers and studios, whatever. Because some of them have just been studios. Look at Double Fine. Um, I honestly think that Microsoft might be gearing up to exit the console market and go right into a subscription service. See, I knew Tuba was going to shake his head. I can, mm-hmm. I can feel him shaking mm-hmm. his head and I'm not even looking at him. You're mm-hmm. not the first one to say it. It feels it would not surprise me if there is no next Xbox and their main focus, yeah, no, I continue. Thank you. If they if there is no next Xbox and they transition everything over to being Game Pass, so we do get Game Pass on PlayStation, but there is games locked behind the service. So if you want to play Call of Duty, you have to subscribe to Game Pass on playstation because it would make the reason why the reason why i the reason why it's starting to make more and more sense in my head in 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 my twisted head i should i should preference this i have a very warped mind is why bother spending all the money on console r&d and manufacturing when you can literally slap game pass on everything else that's out there with the with the month with the Games that you can put behind it and just let the money roll in. Can I? Can I? Can I offer a rebuttal? Yeah, Someone can say the same thing. Anybody can say that same. Let thing. me. Yeah, but, let me. Let me put it. Hold on. Let Let me just rebuttal. Let me just uh, on that on that point that anybody could do it, but nobody has the money to be able to buy up most of the goddamn industry like Microsoft. They don't. Not everybody has the infrastructure that Microsoft saying, has to be able to do that. But go on, but Jube, have, go ahead. But Sony has the ability to abandon console and just be a software company. So, Sega did. So what is what is Microsoft's bread and butter? Game Pass. Windows. Windows. Oh, no, Windows. Software? Windows. Windows. Yeah, right? Windows. So, so Microsoft. What's up, Microsoft? With, with, with knowing that, Microsoft knows they don't have to make hardware. But they do. It doesn't fucking matter. How many billions of PCs wait, have fucking Windows on them? A wait, fuck ton. Wait, what? They still make surfaces. They make surfaces. They make 
They make hardware and they don't need to, but they do. They, like that, that right there shows me they're not just gonna stop making Xboxes. Okay, uh, the difference. There, there's no, there's no need, and then there is no difference. We're talking, we're still talking about proprietary like software and and, and subscription services. Same, same with fucking Office. They don't need to make a single piece of hardware to fucking to make to to make Office a fucking thing or profit because everybody else does. You can get Office on Mac. You can get like. PCs, like, there's no Microsoft fucking brand PC out of Surface, outside of Surface. So, there's no need for them to make software, but they do. Because they can. Odd way, you mean. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I mean. Like, there's no need for, for, for them to stop making hardware because they don't need to. They, they, they have the budget and the R&D for it. Like, it, it, it doesn't really matter. Yes, the money comes in on software sales there, but they also know that hardware is a big part of that. X Xbox is not going anywhere as long as Microsoft still exists. That R and D gets written off on the on, on the expense. Exactly, it's not it's, it's not like we're saving money. Like you're you're saving money. Yeah, you're, you're, you're yeah, yeah, you're you're not because otherwise, again, they would be completely out of hardware. We'd never see another Surface. We, it would just be Windows and Office, and then whatever Xbox and shit has going on. But no, they still make their own proprietary hardware because they can. They wouldn't be talking about making streaming sticks and shit if they were going to get completely out of the hardware business. That's still them putting R&D into hardware, even if it's not a fucking Xbox. Like, they're, they're not going to bow out of the hardware market. I love it's how you're getting so heated over a thought, ex- just, just my external thoughts. No, no, I'm not getting heated. I'm, I'm, you sound, I you bur- legit I just, sound I just, like you're getting heated on it. I just wanted you to know, like they they could have bowed out of hardware a long time ago because they don't really need it because it's on everything, but they still make it because people want to buy it. When that Microsoft stops, when people Google doesn't need yeah. to make phones, you know they don't because a- Android and Apple make their phones. They could just literally make just the software like they do, but they also make hardware. They don't need to, but they do. The Google the Google Pixel is an excellent phone. Oh, it's a fantastic phone for sure. Thirty-five megapixel camera and night. Yeah, but yeah, but with the Google Pixel, we can uh, we can comfortably turn around and say that uh, Google's spying on you through that phone anyway. Like that's that, that's that's spy that's, that's spyware in a goddamn in hardware. Oh. That's fine. You don't got to spy with Samsung and every other phone that has Android on it. <laughs> that's very true. Exactly. You got, you got Android. It's all Google. Android. They, they don't need the hardware to do it. They need software to do it. Alright, well, go on Zero, seeing as you started talking, what were your thoughts on this? Um, I, like Kofi, kind of thought it was fake. I was, like, well into my work day, and then what? it was y'all in, in our Twitter chat, and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, why are they talking about Bungie? They don't play Bungie games. Um, and I was like, because I didn't at the time see, like, uh, Jube didn't say anything. I was like, what are you talking about? I, I didn't see it until I saw yeah. it in our chat, and I'm like, I'm like word? When? When? <laughs> Wait, what? So I immediately stop what I'm doing and like go to Twitter. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, I, Bungie. I, I have the like the biggest love hate relationship with Bungie, man. Like, I appreciate that they seem to just be finessing the industry at this point. And like, I can't wait in six months. I mean, five to six years when they're like, "Yeah, and we're leaving Sony." And we dipped out just like they dipped well, out on how, Xbox. Have they made it five years with anyone? Uh, I don't know how long they were with. It's, like they, make, it's like they make a game. It's like they make a game with them and then they dip. Okay, right. Yeah. With, they, um, they were with Halo. Okay. Okay. Halo. Halo. Yeah, they were with Microsoft. For well, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't a part of. They weren't a part of Xbox though. Like Xbox never owned Bungie. No, they, they didn't. But they partner. worked. No, they they, they, but they worked exclusively on Halo. 
for a yeah. good solid nine years. Like nine years. Nine years. Nine yeah. years. Yeah. Even yeah, yeah. They, they, they they were they were with Activision. Activision bought them. No, yeah. I, 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 hold on. They made they made they made. I don't no, think Activision. I don't think it. Activision bought them. I think that was a a, a exclusive. Um, an exclusive uh, thingy Bungie, partnership. Yeah, Bungie has been out here finessing these cups. Like, they're getting everybody to sign the prenup. <laughs> so they don't have to give yeah, up anything this, when they I mean, give up. Like, based on, based on the statements that were made in this uh, by, by both companies, it seems like Bungie has a pretty strong contract on the terms of this acquisition. Yeah, okay. It so doesn't seem... It, it was a publishing deal. It was a pub, It was an eight. It was after eight years. It was a publishing deal with uh with Activision. It what they didn't buy them out. It was just a publishing deal, right? Okay. Um, and like those those of us who play Destiny two, you could sort of feel some of Activision's influence. That, and that. that is why I that that to me with like with the with the bun with because here's the thing we talk about like they use uh, like they've been with all these uh, studios and then they just leave with with each one. There's seemingly been a reason with with. Microsoft, they just didn't want to work on Halo no more. That that that's yeah. pretty much admit. That's pretty much everybody here knows that as gospel. They just yeah. didn't want to work on Halo no more. They feel like they've done everything with Activision. Well, it was just Activision, Activision being Activision. I think any of us would want out of that fucking deal. Yeah, and, and like I said, they were they were in they were in that partnership for uh, how long did I just say it was? It was. Uh, eight, eight years was it? Nine years. Nine, nine years. years. Yeah. Nine so years. they were they were in that partnership for nine years. So you know it's not like it's not like they just uh, pumped out a game and then dipped. Like right. they they, they were mean, trying to work through games, it. right? Halo one, two, three. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, no right? Activision time during a- during Activision time Destiny. it was uh, oh, it was uh, Destiny one and two, and then they dipped because they yeah, because they were like, like three years. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to deal with this shit no more. Yeah. So I mean, I would find it absolutely hilarious if in another eight or so years, Bungie dips off from Sony as well. They back. Yeah, they back off. As independent. They've been doing it. Million dollar bag, and we did. Yeah, it was the, the only the, the only bag they didn't take oh, with so, them was now, fucking Halo. Really <laughs> quick, but real, so really quick, I feel like I mean it's totally possible, right? Considering their history, but I feel like Sony is thinking about something like that too. They're like, look, making them platform exclusive is a mistake. We've had studios close under us, and then they look at the same relationship like Kojima, and now act. I mean, act, Bungie has had with publishers they hate, and they're like, look, we don't want to break up over this. So we're going to yeah. give you your freedom. At least that's what they're publicly saying right now and do what you want. And I, I think that's the only way it's going to work for more than a year. I mean, I, I think this is going to be a generation. Very true. Here's the thing. Can they, has... can they just bow out of this though? Because like, even I'm though sure there's a contingency, even though there's a, a I, I, even I, I'm sure be, it depends on the contract. It, yeah. That's what I'm oh, curious. I'm curious about the contract. That's what I'm curious about the contract because this is a, like this is a purchase or like this is a purchase of the studio itself like uh, with 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 something angling in the contract but this is a straight purchase of Bungie where they get to remain as a uh, an independent uh, subsidiary under Sony like which is like yeah. so I, I don't I don't think has clauses. I don't think they can I don't think they can just pack up and go like I don't think Bungie themselves can just pack up and move the fuck on because like Sony owns them, like even, yeah, even I if don't it's, think 
even even yeah. even if they remain an independent an independent subsidiary, like Sony still owns their soul, so they can't just pick up the building and fucking leave. Like the stu- yeah. the, the people inside it, the studio can probably the contract. Pick up. again. Yes, it it depends on the contract, but in my uh, in my mind, I feel like the condition for them to remain a independent subsidiary is that they can't just pick up Bungie and fuck off. Yeah, yeah I don't does think that, they, does, they that can... does that make sense? No, I it, it, it most likely they, they would. It, like they you probably can, you, can't pick you, up and leave with IPs they created under or the Bungie name totally or the Bungie brand. name is my point. They can't leave with the Bungie name or the IPs or anything it, it, like it that. Depends. Probably not. Yeah, it they have a no, that, that's, I know. Yeah, I know it depends. I know it depends, Pharaoh. You keep saying that, and I've said. I just said multiple times. I agree. I I know it depends. It's the thing that just makes the most sense from everything that I'm reading. And again, inside my warped mind, that Sony has bought out the studio, so they own they own their pe- they own the souls, they own the name, and they own and they probably own the IPs under that, and are getting a, rev- a kickback revenue from stuff like Destiny. Yeah, and, I don't and think to work, and to remain and so Bungie could remain as an independent, uh, and all of that they get in exchange for Bungie being able to remain as an independent subsidiary. Yeah, I don't think PlayStation uh, uh, is stupid enough to not see uh, this move and think ahead of time. Like, I'm pretty sure on the contract, if uh, Bungie dipped out, they would lose a lot of stuff. Like PlayStation, not... there's a lot of collateral yeah. in this. There's a lot of well, there's a Bungie lot. Bungie apparently isn't stupid either. So 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 both, both of them were sure to to fucking both of them. Were short, were clearly in this, I think we can all agree. In this, both of them were clearly smart enough to fucking write a prenup. Yes. And like, <laughs> and it, 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 it's, it's all fun and jokes. I like, who knows what will happen? Um, like, man, my personal headcanon, I love, because the, they've already done it before, I love the idea of Bungie just walking away and like, you can keep the name. We're just going to rename ourselves Marathon. Same exact folks that, no, and just that's, do it all over again. No, that's that's um, what I but, feel like. If the scenario was to play out, oh. that is what I feel it would ha- that would happen. There's, yeah, the, the, they would just take the they would up and leave. leave. Yeah, and PlayStation would be left with like, I guess, what would we do with this? In the same way that, an and they would try to make it work. In the same way that Xbox tried to make Halo work, and like to varying successes. It can just my headcanon personally. Can they not get sued then because of that move? Then again, that depends yeah. on the contract. Can you get sued for quitting a job? I mean, if you look at disagreement. If you look at disagreement, like just at like initial glance, without anything on top of it, I mean, you kind of see that like Bungie walked out of this deal with quite a bit of power as an independent studio within Sony. They have more power than fucking Naughty Dog right now. Like what what they're able to do. So yeah. they, oh, no, I'm not saying they, there's not power, but that's also a lot of money. Yeah, it just and it makes sense. Like if you just paid attention specifically to Bungie's history, and they they do not shy about saying it. They don't tend to. They like to do what they want to do. They don't want people mm-hmm. in their stuff. Like I remember they part of the Xbox documentary showed like when Bungie was there, like it was a frat house, dog. Like we got to do whatever we wanted to do, and like what we didn't want to do anymore is make Halo, so we rolled on out. We're like Blizzard, but less rapey. Yeah, for the most part. You know the crazy part is apparently Microsoft tried to buy them, and they said no. No. Because they wanted to be independent. Two things. Two things lead me to believe on that front, because I do actually want, I do believe that is something worth discussing, is the sudden change of heart on, obviously, 
from my, what changed between my, uh, between Microsoft asking them to buy them out and now. So, in my opinion, one or two things one one or two things happened. These are, there might be others, but in my head, only two. There's only two possibilities. One, but Microsoft wanted to own them wholesale, like you 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 exclusive to us. And Bungie looked to them like, ah, we good, we good, nah. nah yeah, because nah. they wanted to own the, they wanted to stay independent, and Microsoft was like, no. Nah. Yeah. So I feel like that might be one of the reasons. Like they basically wanted to fucking Bethesda them. Um, cannibalism, awful. Um, but so, but and so, but the Sony deal allows them to keep that sense, that sense, and um, you know, air of automaty um, um, uh, around them. Um, the other reason I could think of, and thinking back, this might be the la- the the lesser idea, but. It, it, the num the num how much Sony paid for them because honestly I would have expected Bungie would be worth more than they are. Um, yeah, so maybe what, they on, are in... is that Bungie what uh, between then and now found themselves in a fi- in uh, somewhat of a financial hole, and a purchase made more sense now than it did when Microsoft tried to approach them. Apparently, Microsoft tried to approach them in 2020. Other other way around. Bungie approached them. The other way around, Bungie went to Microsoft and they offered a deal for $2.6 Okay, so if it's the other way around, then yeah, it seems like uh, Bungie just got just got a better deal. Got the deal they yeah. wanted with PlayStation, with Sony, rather than Microsoft. Yeah, Microsoft, yeah. Yeah, and PlayStation have been trying to acquire uh, 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 an F- uh, almost like a uh, uh, game at the light service uh, studio for the longest now. They tried that. They already with, have one with Fire Sprite now. Fire Sprite. They tried with, that. Um, they tried that with Warframe, and they got take, uh, outbid by Tencent, I believe. Oh, is that yeah. true? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember reporting. I remember reading it, and uh, I remember saying it on on VGP that uh, I, it was great basically it was a rumor, but. It, it became reality. And the other thing, and again, uh, as a PlayStation fan, I'm not getting anything out of it. But this is literally PlayStation and also Xbox in general uh, thinking ahead. This is mm-hmm. a future move. This is not a now move. Well, with the revenue PlayStation is getting from. Uh, Destiny, okay, fair enough, but I'm talking about what are they gonna do long term? And I'm genuinely curious if they might actually get an agreement with Xbox putting uh, Destiny and uh, the rest of uh, Bungie games on uh, Xbox for the, um, what's called, for Call of Duty or something like that on some other game. Uh, I truly believe. Let me continue my point. I truly believe we are ushering an era of exclusivity being gone. I I believe both Microsoft and Xbox and PlayStation are looking at uh, giants like Tencent, giants like what's the other game that's other uh, big giants that have more than ten studios now. Uh, Something with Net... Nexon? 
Yeah, I forgot what's its name, but it's also a big giant that have almost like what more than ten studios. Like they're big and they're also still on the hunt for buying more studios. I believe. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Dante. What so do you want to say? What you're effectively saying is, in in this, in, in what you what you're basically saying is, we've got to prepare ourselves for console war two, electric boogaloo, where the American and Japanese team up against the Chinese. Basically, <laughs> this is as much as it's a joke, uh, and I don't think it's Chinese only. There's also Amazon, and uh, we don't know what Apple is doing. Apple is apparently rumored, uh, not rumored, apparently they collected uh, FDev from Microsoft, and they want to build their own machine. Like, um, the landscape it will never the, the The Apple one for me will never work. The reason why Dude, is let me finish. Have... Hold on. There's a reason why. It's a joke answer, but it's also a serious answer. The reason why I don't believe the fucking uh, the the Apple the Apple one will work. One they've tried before. Second, like every other fucking Apple product, it will most likely cost you a, an absorbent fucking amount for a product that's already beaten by other products that do what that does, but better and at a heart at like a fucking half the price if you are if you are if you are apple if you are apple and you go and you um strong arm yourself and you buy a capcom or uh, an ea or stuff like that you're gonna go you're gonna have uh, people go to your platform they'll never buy if ea you... they'll never buy ea because if that's the one true thing about the devil is that he doesn't sell his soul he buys other people's souls yeah, EA is worth more than Activision. Like you're talking about a hundred billion dollar purchase, and Sony's only worth like a hundred and fifty billion. I'm like, talking about. I'm talking about Apple. That, that is corporate suicide. I'm not talking about. He's talking about Apple buying. I'm not talking about Sony. I'm talking about Apple buying EA. I mean, I, I said, is there something wrong with Apple buying? A game company? Yeah, because fuck what, Apple. What I mean? There, there's, there, there's nothing wrong with Apple buying a game company, but there would be something wrong with Apple buying a game company and releasing a console without knowing anything about. Not just that. Yeah, but let's, let's let's be yeah, fair. Uh, let's Google be fair. did that. Apple. Google did that. Google even what hired. What game company did Google? What what game company did Google buy? How did that work? They out? didn't buy, but they hired a lot of. Yeah, they uh, hire people. And yes, they even tried to create to to create uh, exclusive, and uh, to the point they actually had to shut right. down because they didn't know how to do it. Like, here's the thing: so yeah, they're gonna right. start. What the? F are you fucking serious? What happened? I'm looking at EA's net worth. I'm looking at um, yo, these numbers can't be right. I would expected EA to be a bit more bit. Yeah, they were only worth like thirty-seven billion. Yeah, they're like no, they're not, no, they're not even worth that. They're worth less than fucking. The worth. The worth less than twenty-five. According to this, if I'm if I'm looking at this right, in total equity, total assets, and net income, like that that only cracks. To, that only cracks twenty-one billion. But remember, accompanied by um, other their, share, companies. their market cap in the U.S. is was thirty-three point five. I checked today. But you don't. You oh, also don't it. pay market rate. You are going to pay more than what. Yeah, you're going to pay more than. No, I. I would have thought the stock price. The, no. stock, the, the stock price is like at 130 dollars. Oh no, I get, I get that. But my 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 point is, I thought they would have at least been around the 40 billion. And the only reason I thought that is 
because they, they have such a fucking stranglehold on the sports goddamn game industry. The amount of microtransactions they fucking stockpile that shit with. And all, and, you know, and then again, they did lose the Star Wars license. So, they, they, have, they have to have those microtransactions to, to afford the fucking sports license. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, but see, those, yeah. those that, that, That's pretty yeah. much where that money goes. Here is what I believe now. Uh, so, uh, I truly, I have the feeling we might see uh, a team-up with PlayStation and Microsoft. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this, but like, you don't, um, why would PlayStation pay three point something billion for a multiplayer? Like, uh, as much as they're getting revenue out of it, they're literally getting multiplayer. That's what they like get. Not Apple, not Amazon, they're, they're, don't they're, buy they're, it. They're, no. that, that's literally, well, that's here, literally here's the thing it, 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 right, it so being multiplayer is going to lose more sales. So, what what they're paying for is to integrate aspects of Bungie's culture into their own. They want. I to agree with that. Live, Which they yeah, want to yep. get into live service. They want to. They what did Jim Ryan? What's the word that Jim Ryan used? He uh, he wants to get into live you, service and uh, what's same, the other word he used? Uh, multi, he outside of multi plat. He said he. He didn't say multi-platform. He, he said multi-format. He said multi-format. Yeah, multi-format publishing. So yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm, so I'm he's glad. trying to integrate. They're, they're trying to integrate that in, and then they also see the 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 potential of the IPs to let Sony Pictures do some work with those. So I I'm, mean, it's 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 a multifaceted deal. I'm I'm actually glad that they did it with Bungie and not. I have uh, an Naughty Dog or a Santa Monica work on a exactly, game. Exactly, Omar. Server. Exactly. You would that, hate to go to a dev studio that has a certain culture and be like, you guys are going live service no, now. No, no. No, th- 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 those studios are going to learn how to do live service from Bungie. No, no, no. I think you're mistaken. No. Yes. No, that, it's, it's I, definitely going to happen. I think they'll learn how to do multiplayer from Bungie. Yeah, I yeah, think that hold on, hold on, hold The problem, the problem there is like they already had fucking guerrilla games. Like the multiplayer for Killzone was pretty goddamn good. So like they could have learned it from guerrilla games. Yeah, but uh, that's again, true. Uh, but uh, what called um, Horizon now? <laughs> well, yeah. Killzone three. Why, why, Killzone. Once you start Killzone. making multiplayer, it's gonna evolve into live service. He's not wrong there. Look at the fucking industry as a whole. Look at, look at, our prime example is look at factions. I was about right. to turn around and say, there's not Bungie just to make factions too. <laughs> yeah, lot, like, factions came out as a mode on Last of Us, and yeah. right now it's pretty much almost guaranteed that that is going to be a, not even a separate mode. It's going to be its own, but, like, game at this so, point that you have to pay like, for. I agree um, with that. Or like for another example in your in your favorite Pharaoh is like the let's say there's a multiplayer Tsushima expansion and it goes like live service. That's fine. But what Omar is saying is that the core development teams that are out there making specific story narrative driven games, those will remain doing those things. Right? We're oh, still yeah. gonna see Yeah. He's not he, he was saying he doesn't like the idea of like saying Tsushima, you're no longer making open world narrative games or whatever you want to make, you're just making a service multiplayer game. That's what yeah, he doesn't I'm want. Sure, That's what I, I don't I'm want. Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, see, Sucker Punch showed Sucker Punch and Naughty Dog showed Sony something that they can make that narrative-driven game and add that multiplayer function to it. 
And if you can add a live service component on top of that, I'm telling you, like Sucker Punch and It's going to be team specific, like Firewatch will do it, or Jade Raymond's team will do it. But I still think there's going to be a core. Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog's going to end up doing it, and 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 watch. They're going to do Ghost of Tsushima too. I'm going to say they're going to do it too. They're going to do it. I don't know. Here's the thing. It's going to be live service. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Same could be said for Microsoft with Activision because they're they're obviously like the a lot of the team at Activision is definitely going to be telling other other parts of other parts of Xbox the Microsoft games. Uh, yeah, this is how you do. This is how you do live service properly to milk the fuck out of stuff. Look, just look at our battle pass system. The amount of fucking idiots we get buying this. Yep. I was about to say that that is that hey. is going to show how to do it the right way because three four three has been trying. Yeah, but but the problem with three four three's model is they do it right. But if they not right for us, not right. The final point. Microsoft doing live service won't feel as invasive because of Game Pass. Like, well, I already got the game free. Nah, so that bullshit. That bullshit. Like I don't like that idea. Look at Halo. Is, no, 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 no. no. Is, You're saying because I spend less, it feels no. fine. Yes, that, we're seeing it with Halo. Everyone in their mama got the Halo. But I, I pray absolutely bullshit. Look at Halo. I pray Halo no. is not the norm. No, look at you look at uh you look at uh Forza Horizon Five. Everyone got that premium pass, but at least Forza Horizon Five is like a complete campaign, like building on what Ford. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying that that, that it won't have a complete campaign, but I'm saying when you give them free content, they don't feel bad about buying content mm. in the game. Well, the game is like, not even free content. You're basically no, no, turning no, no, around no, no, saying no. they're going to start like, guilt-tripping people to buy fucking yeah. microtransactions. They're, I not guilt -tripping. Yeah, like, they're not guilt-tripping, but it's like, like people, don't, people don't think about it as much when it's already in the, Like, they already got the game. They didn't have to pay for the game. I just know, I like, the reputation of a specific already. IP, really, like, it's important to, like, maintain the quality that you had from your previous iteration. 5 basically does everything 4 did, but better. But, like, Halo Infinite, it's missing things that 5 did well, right? Like, co campaign co-op. And I feel like, I, I just don't want that to be the norm for a service-based game it's, to... It's not, it's, not, not, it's not missing them, they're just in development. No, see, I don't like that. I don't like the forgivfulness. I don't want to be forgiving. And I'm taking gold in the mental gymnastics at the Olympics goes to Pharaoh for his amazing work. If you would have to do that, bro, you guys know, you you guys know, I'm not the Halo guy, but I guarantee you, people that are the Halo guys would rather have the game right now and get co-op six months down the road than wait until all the way until next November to get it. Get, it's point, true, but I mean, like, again, the, people playing it right now. They, those were also the same people playing. who bought yeah. it on Game Pass as well. Yeah, and but also the people who were highly disappointed in the Battle Pass. Like, you can't just slap a Battle Pass on anything and call it a day. Like, because no. uh, Fortnite, Apex, and Warzone all have Battle Passes to varying degrees. Well, There's a reason it? why people zeroed in on Halos, because even for a battle pass, it's kind of weak. It was some. It was, yeah, hold on. Hold on. And the thing is, hold on. Wait, wait. Let me specifically zone in on that Call of Duty one. And at least with the and with the Call of Duty one, you don't need to play like the the yes the um a lot of the upgrades are for just Vanguard, but there's also upgrades for Warzone in that, and you don't even need to play Warzone or Vanguard to make progress in that battle pass. You can play Modern Warfare or Black Ops Cold War to get progress done 
in that battle pass because it's all universal. Okay, and um, a final thing I'm going to say is, uh, and you're going to like that, this one, Kofi, um, with what Jim Ryan said, or Herman Holt, that uh, except more acquisition, I would not be surprised if I wake up and I hear they acquired either you Capcom I will slap you. or Square Enix. I will fucking get, slap him. Get, Give me this man's location. Yeah. Give me yeah. this man's location. I just want to slap him. I swear to God, I've opened the policy. I'm slapping every motherfucker that turns around and says they're buying Square Enix. Because at this point, it's like turn around and saying Father Christmas exists. Unless you can show me that son of a bitch, <laughs> he ain't fucking real. So stop talking about it. Can we? I just believe that. I believe that. I believe that companies want to buy Square, and I believe companies are trying to buy Square. I, but and also, Square and also, want to sell. It's just, it's a matter of does Square want to me, sell? Also, I'm sure me, a lot of people are reaching out. It's up. more realistic to think that Kona- someone will buy the games division of Konami. And also, there is a reason oh, why Square uh, Square is not doing that so well. Like, they fucked up with Avengers. Uh, they're milking Final Fantasy VII to well, death. They're, they're not doing bad. They're just not doing great. No, they, have, they, they, have, but they, they have a hit and a flop, a hit and a flop, yeah, a hit so, and a flop. Actually, like, they're not. Outriders, actually, did, no, Outriders did well. Outriders nope. did well. Even though it is not a good game, it still did well. I don't know. Well, no, Final Fantasy VII did well. Oh, yeah, Final Fantasy VII. Near did well. Near Replicant is doing, like, these, these games are doing it's, well. Yeah, here's the thing. But, but, they also, but, they also, but they also have issues. Like, for example, Near Replicant on PC is a disaster. And uh, okay, Final Fantasy on PC was a disaster. Them being bought by PlayStation isn't going to necessarily fix that. And Final Fantasy like, VII remake is a disaster. No, 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 no. I think, and uh, this is my opinion, I believe Square Enix is in trouble for now. Not per se for now, in trouble, but more like they genuinely don't have a lot of money. Which is why we're seeing what we're seeing with uh, uh, them focusing on the pack with Final Fantasy. Oh. Like, how many Final Fantasy? Thing. Like- if, if they're in financials, here's the thing. We'll know if they're in financial situa- in a financial situation if uh, if we hear troubling reports after Forspoken comes out and it fail and it fails, because here's the thing: as much as because Pharaoh, you're right, they have had they've had hits, misses, hits, misses. But the problem is the two misses that they've had recently probably cost them a fuck load of fuck load of money. That that being Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy, and that did. Fail well, no, commercially. Well, commercial failure. It's a commercial failure. No, 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 did bad is because Avengers did bad. And I'm not yes, and you are done well. Right? I believe that. No, I he's, no, he is yeah. right. No, he is absolutely right. There's no there is no offense or bots about it. Avengers soured everybody on that. And the problem is, it doesn't look like Square's getting any better. Because I mean, not only uh, goddamn, we all keep forgetting about it. Chaos! Fucking you know, they got Final Fantasy fucking um 
uh, Paradise Lost Paradise. coming out. I'm gonna get that game, but I think Paradise. Paradise. That that that, that game won't be yeah. fucking trash. I don't think I don't think it's, it's not gonna flop. That, that is that's Final Fantasy One, bro. That ain't gonna flop. I guarantee. I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna flop because it's a it's a low budget game. No, you're smart. It's not only that. Team Ninja is on fire. Team Ninja Maybe, is doing yeah. well, man. Neo 2 sold well. We'll have to see. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. It's we'll low, have it's to a, see because there was... Final Fantasy. Yeah, it's not very expensive. That, fi- that Final Fantasy game was not well received, like, at all. Which one? Uh, Final Fantasy Paradise. Uh, Stranger in uh, Paradise. Yeah, Stranger in Paradise? Really? Wait, hold on. Which yeah, because they it? killed it with the, with the damn demo now. When they, not just they, that, they, oh, but, you know, but the game looked way better now. The game looked hot. Yeah, no. The, you the see that trailer? Now look, the game left now like a fucking uh, Final Fantasy game. Yeah, like, yeah, go but, look at the latest gameplay. They don't look hot. But the problem is... not like a Final Fantasy game to me at all. But the problem... Hold on. matter. But the problem is... Neo fans are freaking out. Neo fans are freaking out. Yeah. That's fine, but that's... But the problem is, is this is trying to... This is trying to puncture the, the the Final Fantasy market, which the majority of people in that Final Fantasy market just want fucking part two out already. Like that's this is this is gonna this is this might scratch the itch of a select few who will give it a try, and people who like Neo, uh, Neo. But for Final Fantasy fans, they're just gonna look at it and think, "What the fuck is this shit?" Because they did this, you. they I mean, did this, they did the same thing. As much as I like it, they did the same thing with Dirge of Cerberus. Just like, looked at it, it and I, like, what the fuck is this? And not just that. Like, first impressions is always the best. And what was the first impression everybody got? Chaos. I, I feel you. I feel like that helped it. I feel like that controversy helped it. Now. I'm expecting uh, this game to, to be a ATM on meta. And I will say one last thing, which it, is hold about on. It can Hold on. Going back to the point. It, going back to the point. It can be an 88 on meta all at once. If this game financially does not do well, that's a third sinkhole for Square Enix. Then we need yeah. to bring up... Going, trying to stay on topic. Then we've got Forspoken. Like, I'm sure Forspoken... I'm sure that cost them a pretty I have a feeling Forspoken is going to be delayed. Stranger Paradise is going to be profitable. Forspoken, I think maybe it'll take a little bit longer. But like, yeah, here's like, the thing. My point is... is I, mean, that, I think Stranger Paradise will be profitable because I don't think they put a lot of money into it. But my, yeah, I agree, Farrell. Yeah, it's I mean, going to yeah, be okay, fi- Fine, but it's not going to be profit. It's not... Again, I'm trying to set up a series of events for you guys that keep getting interrupted. We had Avengers, which was a huge, which was basically a fucking crater. We got to try and fill that crater. Guardians didn't fill that fucking crater because that failed as well. Then you've also got um, Paradise Lost. Shit, sure, that's profitable for a low budget, but even if it's profitable, you've still got to throw that money in that fucking hole to try and fill it. And I d- guarantee you, it's not going to fill that fucking hole. But spoken, if that comes out and like, and Omar even bought this up. Early, early previews of Forspoken have not been fucking glowing. I, I don't give a shit if it's an 88, 88 on Metacritic or anything like that. If it financially does not do well, you are not filling up that a gigantic Avenger-sized crater. So that's yeah, that's still, what I wanted to say. Uh, so that, the yeah, think, uh, that right there, continue, that right there, because then they've also got to put, then they're also digging more holes because they got to finance fucking part, se- part seven, part uh, seven part two to finally come out if it is finished and is coming out this year then fine you've already fucking dug that hole deeper to uh, making that game don't care how much of a fucking asset no, flip no, it is and especially you have final fantasy 16 
We don't know how that game is gonna exactly. be. Exactly. So here's okay, the thing. Sixteen is gonna do well. It's gonna do yeah. well. Do, it's again, gonna again, it doesn't matter if they do well. They've got an Avenger-sized crater that they need to fill. That they're digging deeper because they're making all of these games that they need to make sure are profitable enough that they can start filling that hole. But that they keep digging. So that's yeah, why I'm that's saying why... that if 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 all of these games. Yeah, so, so finally, people are getting what I'm saying. So if this hole just keeps getting deeper and fucking deeper, this Avenger-sized hole gets deeper and deeper, and there's no chance of filling it, that's why I'm saying after Forspoken, if that fails and doesn't fill in this crater that they made for themselves, then if we hear troubling news, it would not surprise me if they start looking for a purchase. Yeah, that's why um, I feel that, yeah. Uh, as for the Avengers, uh, not Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, it didn't help that when it was first showcased, it was abysmal. It was the switch. It was the switch version. That was. Yeah. It's like, and also this game absolutely needed a demo. A demo would have helped it by a lot. But as, we, because, as we've seen, Square Enix can't do demos. And the problem is, at that point, it became because people were burnt from Avengers so much, they were not going to trust another IP from Square. Welcome to Superhero Game. And it's such a shame and sad situation because after finishing Avengers, this is, for me, an 80-plus on meta, if not more. That's how how much fun I had with that game. And I mean, the reason why I said, say, uh, when it uh, comes to Capcom, say, you, okay. yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, finish up. I thought you were done. Just a final thing about Capcom. The reason why I, I named it Capcom is because um, last year, Playtaker hired the director of uh, the ex director head of Absolutely Capcom called Chuata uh, or something like that. And he is the same dude that actually broke deals the like of uh, Lost Odyssey for Xbox and Blue Jasmine. So uh, I'm I'm expecting big things. So what you're saying uh, is a stellar record. If Sony's going to purchase a publisher, they need to purchase Capcom. They can't afford to lose Street Fighter because they own they Evo now. They can't they, yeah. they can't yeah. afford to lose the uh, they can't afford to lose the fighting genre. They can't lose. They, they can't. They can't afford to lose the JRPG genre as well. It would. They have a lot of options when it comes to JRPGs. They do. Losing, losing, losing the fight, losing the whole fighting market would be a much yeah, bigger yeah, blow yeah. than losing Final Fantasy at this point. I did. They own Evo. They have to. They have like that means that no more that no Playstations are at that event. That means that, you know, like if Xbox bought Capcom, that means you have to buy Series X's, I like mean, literally. If we're thinking to, Square to Enix run, and Capcom, both could be bought. Not, not right? necessarily, because a lot, of, a lot of the shows do, a lot of the, a lot of the events uh, don't necessarily, um, I, I, I mean, the last time I checked, they were, u- they were using a lot of PCs at the time, because uh, for one, a, a, lot, a lot of them just ran better in a more consistent frame rate, which is what's needed at a at a, in a, in a uh, fighting game. But, but here's the thing. If Capcom's owned by, say, Microsoft, not to say that that's going to happen, but if it does happen, they're going to have to pay to be able to play that game at their own event. That, that, that's not a good look. 
<laughs> Evo has that's to do right, that anyway. No, right, right. Yeah, see what you're saying. And you have, and you, and you're, and you're promoting uh, Xbox. Like you're promoting, you're pretty much, you're pretty much having an event to to promote Xbox. Like that just can't happen. Like that's what I'm saying. Well, on your, if, on, if your gonna, on your on your dime. If if they were gonna, if they are going to acquire a publisher, I think the most important one for them to lock up right now because of the whole Evo thing. Yeah, I think it would be Capcom. I think I think they also like, need to do Arc System Works. I feel like th- those because, they do big um, publishings in Japan too. That would be a yeah. That would be so, so, Sony spot. Sony is big enough to uh, is big enough to if Square left, they could find a RPG developer and they could prop them up with some money. Yes, I keep telling you, that, level five yeah, is the answer. Yeah, level, level five, five is yeah. the answer, and they won't do it. But 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 I'm saying if Square were to leave. Sony still has options. Sony doesn't have any options if, if Street Fighter leaves. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's a bigger deal. And not, it's, it's not Quinn, just Street Fighter. You if, also lose Resident Evil, too. That's if, also pretty big. If Square so, leaves, so that's a big blow. Big, big. It is, big it, is, it is a massive blow. It is a because massive remember, blow. Because remember, AAA RPG developers are scarce. I mean, JRPG. Yeah, but... but but the thing is, if so, if if Sony really wants to, they can make they 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 can partner true. and they can they, they can partner and make level five like you said a triple A. Yeah, level five literally could be the best. They are so talented. I, I just unbelievable. Yeah, so I'm not uh, like believe me. Like imagine a White Knight Chronicle it, it be, with these. Type of I think the thing the thing no, with PlayStation is they're focusing on IP on yeah. brand names. They, so a game okay, like right. level five. Yeah, go ahead. I got, I got curious because I, I wanted to see how big of a hole uh, they'd lose in... I if, was about to ask you. Yeah, because I, uh-huh. I, I got really curious. Let me go back to 2019 as well because I was looking at the cancelled uh, 2020 lineup as well. Are um, you talking about... Uh, I'm, I'm looking um, at game... I'm looking at Capcom's representation at uh, EVO. And oh. by looks of it, they'd lose one game. Yeah. <laughs> Which is no, no, it isn't. I'm sorry. I gotta absolutely disagree with you because I know because I I think even zero will come to my defense. It is not the biggest draw because fucking Smash is still there. No, it, how much money Smash, is Smash what? giving out in Smash, a pot? Yeah, no. Smash oh, right. I'm talking about draw. fucking money. Yeah, Smash it's is a big draw. What's the biggest I've lost it. Most people don't come to Evo for Smash. They don't. Oh, Kombat. So, There's also Mortal Kombat and Tekken. So even yes, because yeah, what, 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 what are the prize pools? Let me have a look because I've got because I've got uh, Polygon telling me that Smash Brothers Ultimate was the biggest game at Evo 2019. Yeah. And there's yeah, probably by a token. Blood has had a chance. Is, Blood is back. Hold on. Like yeah, like there right. are a lot. Okay, so they actually have a full. Hold on, wait. Growing the popularity, registered players. Um, let me see. Was because they've got they've actually got a full list of how many pe- how many people registered to play the game, uh, which I also think is indicative. Um, uh, yeah, Street Fighter came in second with applications. It barely it barely drew more it barely drew more than Tekken Seven in 2019. What is the pot? Right, that I, is my question. Well, let me the, look the, because I, I don't think they I don't think they exactly give those out. Uh, biggest pro- oh, what but is the if, prize if, money? If Capcom, if if Mike is a PlayStation lost Capcom, they can always pick up uh, the company uh, that just did uh, uh, Demon Slayer 
they can uh, make a deal with Warner Brother when come to um, uh, uh, tech, not Tekken, um, uh, Motor Combat. They can go to the Tekken route. Like they have a lot of of uh, options. It's, also, only, it's only three. It's only it's only three big real fighting names, if you ask me. And that's 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 Tekken, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Everything else. Because here, here's the thing that that pot is determined. Everything else. If you make I the agree. game, you you put up the money for the pot for that game. So Nintendo puts up the the Smash pot. Capcom puts up the the, the Street Fighter. Never Round Studios puts up that. Yeah, yeah, who's putting up the biggest pot? Right. Like, so the, uh, the yeah. largest cash pools ever. Um, uh, I think this is largest cash pools. Uh, yeah, because it even shows the the year at the Evo. So in Evo 2015, it was Ultimate Street Fighter 4 with seventy two thousand. Evil 2019, it was Street Fighter V Arcade Edition with 69. Third place was, in third place, the largest cash was Evil 2015, Mortal Kombat X did 61,000. Evil 2017 was Injustice 2 with uh, um, 58. That's one, brother. With uh, 58,000. In fifth place uh, was Evo 2016 with Mortal Kombat XL with 57,000. Uh, in sixth place, this is actually one to your point, even though they don't do fucking do anything with it, was Evo 2015 with Killer Instinct, which was 57,000. Uh, 53,000, sorry. Then in 2019 was Shadow Sam- Samurai Showdown with 47. Yeah, uh, Sam Show. Yep, they 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 they're in they're in the top ten of most of biggest yeah, cash Sam's prizes. Great. Um, so, so hold on, in 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 the same year as uh, in 2019 was also Smash Brothers Ultimate with 37,000. Uh, 2014 was Blaze Blue with 35,000. Uh, 2015 Tekken Seven, Jesus Christ, I forgot how old that game is with 34,000. Mortal Kombat, and then finally back down to Street Fighter in 12th place. With uh, twenty nine thousand, so I mean, accumulatively, if we're looking, if we're actually looking at this with an unbiased lens, because you know that's what we should try and do. Um, no, they really would not lose that much because yeah, in the top in the to top twenty five, in the top twenty five, Capcom only shows up uh, one, two, four times out of twenty five. Every, everybody, everybody else, like- everybody else is literally either Mortal Kombat, and I can I can link you this, Juba. Um, every I'm other looking one at it right now because Smash Smash is in there what three times in the top twenty five? Fuck off! <laughs> like it's hard to believe. You might be wrong. Um, but yeah, like again, all the rest of this is filled out by, and I think this is on yeah esports earnings dot com. Uh, if anybody else wants to check this, um. Because they've even got they've even, they've even got the earnings of uh, top players with Sonic Fox being up there with a hundred thousand. Uh, but yeah, I mean everything else is either Guilty Gear. Do you, do you Smash, know what game Sonic Fox plays? What? Do, do you know what uh, game he Sonic plays, Fox plays? He plays. He plays, uh, Mortal, he plays Mortal Kombat. Plays Mortal he plays Kombat. Fighters. Yeah, he plays Injustice. Honestly, to be fair, Sonic Fox plays all games. He's like, yeah, oh, hey, they even have his breakdown by game. They show you exactly how much he made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He made, he made a. Let's see. Yep. Oh. 
He doesn't play Street Fighter, though. Really exactly! Doesn't. He doesn't. That's but that's my, okay. But, that, but, but that's my yeah, point. But that's, that, that's, that's the whole point. As much as you like to... He made $500 off of Street Fighter because he's terrible at it. He plays other games. Oh my god, here we go. He's, better, he's better at Mortal Kombat. He's Some way better at Mortal Kombat. Some of excuses. But my point is... It's it an, it's, like, I'm it sorry, is, I have to... Uh, I gotta Hold sign on. off, so I'm yeah, gonna yeah, catch yeah, sure. But it is a, it just looking at the numbers because we now have the facts. It is an undisputable uh, the fact, fact. Is Street Fighter is still the top? My whole point is uh, it's still the top. That's but the money. But one, but like one it doesn't matter. That's where the money is. But he's not the only right now. That's where the money is. And he's clearly not where, but he's going because looking is, at the is, is, lineup is, is, number. So, so, so do the math. Is it is yeah. it number one in, in in earnings? That that's my question. The answer is yes. Yes, it is. That it's the biggest pool. That's my point. It's the biggest pool. That's all that matters. It's the biggest uh, pool. You just needed that win, didn't you? You just you just really need that. You just needed some. Push. I did. You're talking about fighting games, bro. Yes, get out of my realm. We're talking Talk about fighting this. games, and if, I'm, if, looking if, if not, if I'm looking at so the numbers. I'm looking at the numbers. I'm also I'm also looking at the falling. I'm also looking at the falling attendance as well as the falling applications for Street Fighter. Meaning it's that not it's just Street Fighter, Evo, Evo in general, Evo in general has falling attendance. Like it's not just Street Fighter. Actually, Evo had actually Evo's attendance, I believe, went up in 2019. The only reason uh, that it oh, didn't happen didn't... in 2020. If you're about to ask why they didn't have it in 2020, it's because of the fucking sex sexual harassment scandal, and that's when Sony bought them out. Okay. It again. Did it dip? It's just. Point blank, Street Fighter is still top. If they lose it, it's going to hurt. If PlayStation loses, but if they lose, it's the problem. If they lose it, it's not factually. Factually, if they lose it, it's not a ma It's not the biggest hole that they can't fill up. That's the problem. Well, the fighting community goes where Street Fighter goes, and they'll get they'll get Mortal Kombat and. Tekken. They'll settle. Tekken. They'll settle for Mortal Kombat and Tekken. Yes, they Mortal will. Kombat, Tekken, Dragon Ball Fighters. Is Tekken multi-plat? Multi yes. That feels like a yeah. Tekken feels Seven is multi-plat. Tekken like hasn't been PlayStation only for a long time because they also have because they also have um, other fighting games um, that are not mentioned here, like um, Virtual Fighters, going to be coming. Out. King of Fighters also hasn't been at Evo for a while. Like PlayStation have a choice to choose between, uh, with the trials. They would get a lot of IPs. They would also be able to inject some of their own IPs because they own uh, um, what's called um, um, well, basically they can use uh, their leverage when it comes to anime to create anime fighting games. Like mm -hmm. they can lends this well and there's a lot of demand for enemy fighting games that's done right look okay. at DBZ right now it's still getting updated uh, I want a we, sequel but it's still getting updated I'll take it we just got, we just got Demon Slayer that's getting updated um, and there's also another game in the making from the. Uh, is Demon this... Slayer selling well? I don't hear Demon Slayer's not good. Yeah. Okay, it's not great. It's, it's no. It's net code is garbage though. Yeah, it's net code is garbage. 
Like, which, like, so which uh, one? Like Dragon Ball. Like, 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 like Dragon Ball is riding on its name more than its game. I, I mean, it's I, a good I, game, but, but I would say Dra- Dragon Ball is riding on Arc System Works because they make excellent fighting games. Exactly, and that's and no, that's it, thing. It's a good game. I, I, I have fighters. I like it's it. actually I Dragon Ball but, Fighters but, but, is actually gaining popularity because of how good it is. Because here's the thing: as far as like. The and I don't think Jubei could argue with this because you know he wants to talk about being in the fighting game scene. Um, fighting game, the fighting game community talks to each other, so they tell that they do like post up and talk about like what games are amazing and best to play. And Smash Brother, uh, it's not Smash Brothers, sorry. Um, Street yeah, Fighter. Like, you say if you say Smash Brothers is a, is in a positive light in the fighting game community, you're gonna get slapped. I don't know. I'm free, gonna absolutely airmail it to you. Free, 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 nearly, hold on, three thousand again. Three thousand four hundred ninety-two applications for Smash Brothers Ultimate compared to the one thousand nine hundred and twenty-nine. The fan base is trash. I don't care about that. They're perverts and fucking pedos and so shit. Anyway, trash. my point is, oh no, I'm not gonna, and they smell as well. I'm not gonna deny that. Oh, they do. Um, I wouldn't deny that. I'm just talking application. And, and here, here's the thing. Um, Out of the, all those fighting games, do you, do you? Do you know how many of them have a an individual tournament in the top one hundred for earnings? One Street Fighter. That's it. So what? What more? What individual Mortal Kombat tournament outside of Evo throughout the year do you hear about? You don't because they don't fund things like that. Capcom does though. The Capcom Cup happens a lot because they want to be on Street Fighter's helmet and promote that. But I don't see a like a. a quarterly smash tournament that's huge with a big prize because they just don't do it they only show up at evo hence why all the applications everybody wants to play this game professionally but you only get one chance a year to do it and actually there's a couple there's actually a couple uh mortal kombat 11 tournament uh tournament a uh, tournament at&t annihilator cup uh dragon ball fighters tournament BCN. what year uh, what, what year and what i'm t- are they making the top 100 that same site you're looking at Hold on. None of second. those games are on that top 100. They're uh, not in the top biggest 100. Biggest fighting game tournaments of 2021. Uh, Street Fighter is no, number just, one. Uh, yep, yeah, with uh, I was okay. So here's the thing. Okay, let me let me let me read off the numbers before you say anything. So this is in 2021. Uh, the tournament Capcom Pro Tour uh, 2020 uh, season finale. Uh, total watch time 428,000. Uh, 826 uh the tournament at&t and a cup for mortal kombat 11 i was watched 397,434 and then oh wait hold up okay uh so then we have dragon ball fighters to- uh tournament bcn ranking battle uh db uh, dbfz number one total hours watched 26,000 uh and 39 you're gonna fucking hate this one uh super smash bro uh, super smash brothers ultimate tournaments uh smash summit 11 uh total hours watched uh 1,645,706 don't have a choice again they only show up what's what's the pool for that tournament when you're starving of course you're gonna sit there and watch it because all you got is evo I'll, find, I'll see if I can you don't you don't get constantly list. you don't get constantly fed shit like Capcom does for their fighting game because they do it all year. Capcom Cup, Pro Tour, it's gonna happen. Hey, what the fuck was I didn't know about this and, one. And I think Nintendo didn't start doing theirs until 20, 
last year. Yeah, and they're still starving. Nintendo doesn't. There's not no Nintendo host. Yeah, we're just gonna host a tournament every two months. They yeah. don't have that. And because a long time melee was the draw. Ex- exactly, and now that and Thanks. now it's finally now oh. it's finally dead. Oh, okay. But, uh, so as far as viewers, uh, uh, top ten by peak uh, by peak viewers, uh, and uh, what is peak viewers? And as far as peak viewers, uh, Mainstays twenty twenty one Ultimate is number one, and that was Super Smash Brothers. Uh, second place was Smash Summit eleven, uh, with. Oh no! I apologize. No, that wasn't that wasn't second. Second is uh, the AT and T Annihilator Cup. That was Mortal Kombat. Then, then it was Smash Summer. And again, these are just peak viewers. You should keep that in mind. Uh, then it was Smash oh, Summer oh, Eleven, which was two, which was two Smash tournaments uh, in uh, in less. Uh, were those, were those uh, Smash Tournament Eleven? When when was that? Smash Tournament Eleven. In 2021 that was that was July 18th, 2021. 2021. Yeah, that's, that's so, yeah. So that's that's two that's two Smash tournaments because I think uh, are those hosted and funded by Nintendo? Though the answer to your question is a big nope. Only one that, of them. I that's think that's is. done by yeah, Beyond the Summit, is, which is, is not Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. I know. I think one. But yeah, only, there's only one. They only do one. So you're gonna have viewers when you only have one Nintendo-funded fucking thing because they don't feed y'all throughout the year. Of course, you're gonna get the views. I'm curious with PlayStation not owning Evo. Do you think they're gonna let Smash Bros. continue on there? Oh yeah, definitely, absolutely. It's one of the biggest draws. It's money. Huge draw. Yeah, it's a huge draw. You'd be throwing money away, and then you could throw and and like all the like the like they get rid of the ones. Like that's the thing with Evo, they do get rid of the ones yeah, that they, are not they, the big they, they get rid of the, the yeah, they get rid of the, the bullshit that which, ain't really doing shit like like Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Yeah, that was in like one. That, I think that was in like one. Like that was like a a sad like wet fart. It's so sad. I'm very fucking curious because I'm. Uh, um, uh, anyway, so I don't know. We, we devi- again we deviated so goddamn far from from the from the point. Bun, which was Bungie acquiring fucking uh, act, uh, PlayStation acquiring Bungie. Bungie? Fucking hell! Oh, look, 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 we're, we're we're team ADD, man. We just we just we yeah, no just shit. Y'all need, y'all need to y'all need to get some fucking Riddlin. Y'all need to fuck <laughs> y'all fucking need Riddlin is what you need. Um, I'm just curious because I know I think there was a couple of years worth. Uh, yeah, no, okay, no, I remember it was before Arcade Edition came out. I think uh, Street Fighter got dropped from Evo as well. And I think, they think, I think it was either they replaced it with Third Strike or yeah, they replaced it with an older game. No, I think MVC two might have came out. MVC two or three might have came out. Came out and got yeah, replaced by it. Do but... you guys expect a partnership between PlayStation and Xbox? No, nope. I do. Well, I mean, if the if the if the if the communist invasion is real, as you say, it is, sir. Uh, absolutely, because we, we we free nations need to stand up against the red menace. And an official partnership, no. But I think that there is a, a um a behind the scenes partnership. I think, I think I think I think I think that they are determined to keep the integrity of console gaming intact, and they are trying to keep. Outside forces 
from penetrating from impeding. Their exactly. But I that's think what I said. that is I... a nice version of that phrase, Pharaoh. I we just had this conversation with the older industry. I think they're trying to keep their it might be beneficial to us. They're trying to keep their hold on the industry and make sure nobody else comes in. If that means True. partnering yeah, with somebody who you have to go up against, but I'm I, I don't I don't I don't like the idea of it framed as like we want to keep it pure. No, we just want to keep it. No, up. no, no, they're not keeping it pure. They're keeping you out. Yeah, they like, don't want to keep you like, out. We stomp we we stomped out Google, we, we we stomped out Stadia. Let's make sure that Apple doesn't get the chest big. Let's make sure that yeah. Amazon doesn't get their chest big and think that they're going to come in here and and you know start dictating our industry that we that we built over the past 20 years like like we already you know, have we that rivals but we built this we already have that so, chinese studio a uh, chinese company having more than 10 studios like they need to watch out what you mean Samsung? uh not Tencent. because you need Tencent. to find you need uh, to find bigger that Tencent. Um, I mean, I mean the embracer, the embracer group, or anybody they want. Embracer, I think embracer. They can come out with whatever they want. If they come out with a console, I mean, it's not. It, this isn't the '90s and, or or the early 2000s where you can just drop a console and drop good games on it and you're good to go. Like, you need more than good games now. You need applications. You need uh, you need a user interface that is. Uh, user friendly. You need a store that 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 customers will be happy with. It's so much more than just dropping a video game console and putting some good games on there, and your console is successful. It it it's 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 going to be really hard for someone to come into the console industry right now and just hit the ground rolling. Like you're going to need a you're going to need to be willing to take massive losses. To learn how to make it in the console industry, or you could just, or you could just be Google and shit at one fucking product and then just fucking disappear into obscurity because you shit at what yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, that, that's what I'm saying. You're gonna flop. You're, you're like, you got like, you got to be willing to fail to come into this gaming industry right now because it's gonna it, like if you've never done it before, it'll eat you it's alive. Gonna be some, it, it, it's gonna be some work. It, it's it's not it's not for the faint of heart. We are very demanding as consumers. <sighs> When it comes to the, and we're not forgiving. If your product ain't hitting on the first one, we're not coming back. Right. We'll forgive you if the first product hits. If the second product is bad, but the first one hit and you come up with the third one, we'll give you the benefit of a doubt, like we did with Xbox, Xbox One, you know, Xbox, Xbox 360 hit. Kind of, you know, they flopped a bit with, you know, towards the end with the Red Ring of Death and everything. I thought that was you at know, the beginning. But, no, that was at the beginning, and then they fixed it by revising the goddamn console yeah. itself twice. Yes, well, three times. So you know, you know, we were forgiving because Xbox gave us good along the way. But you can't come. You can't come out and flop. You know, out the gate and expect gamers to be given. Like look at Stadia. Stadia didn't launch particularly horribly, but they weren't great either. Gamers weren't forgiven. Look at it. Alright, and now for my thoughts, back onto the actual topic. Um, I think Bungie I think Bungie's acquisition is an interesting one. Uh if there's one thing about Bungie that I feel they'll benefit from this partnership, and this is an absolute fact, they're gonna get some fucking management help. Like Jesus Christ, because Bungie 
like you just need to look at the life cycle of Destiny Two and some you of the You mean they're shit. gonna fire people? No, no, they're gonna no, get. No, they're out. not firing nobody. They're, they're operating independently. Nobody's getting fired. No, they they need. They'll get, to, they'll get help because Bun. If you just look at the timeline of Destiny Two, one of the unapproach, one of the um, undeniable facts about Destiny Two is their mishandling and absolute bollocks approach to a lot of situations. Um, not 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 just limited to their community fucking responses, but also to um, uh, fucking locking content behind, uh, locking content away after releasing an expansion, I think it was, and th- th- a lot more. Like, th- there was a lot of problems with Destiny behind the scenes and in front of the scenes uh, that I feel will definitely be... Uh, Definitely be needed for this. Oh, will definitely be aided in this part in this uh, acquisition. The other, th- but what Sony will benefit? Not just this, but uh, Kofi's not here, so he can't back me up on this. But Sony is missing a good first-person shooter. That's what they're missing. You don't need Bungie to make it. You just need Bungie to tell another team and give them pointers. This is what you should do, and this is how you can do it. And if competently made, Sony could have a could start a good first-person shooter sh- uh, franchise if they want to go down that route. Because that's one thing that they're missing is a good first-person shooter. And Bungie could help with the multiplayer. Like, th- there's nothing saying that uh, Bungie can't fill a a support role as well for all uh, for the other studios that they have, like. Studio wants to bring out um, a single player game, and they want to add multiplayer. Well, we'll ask we'll ask Destiny to do that. We'll ask Bungie to do that because they know how to make a multiplayer game. We'll we'll get the, we'll get Bungie on on the multiplayer while you guys work on the story. Kind of like a Call of Duty thing where they've got every they got one team on the story and one team on the multiplayer. Just hopefully more competently done. At least that's how I that's how I see it, this relationship possibly going. Honestly, I feel like that would be the best way to do it. But, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're done for today. I think we've uh, exhausted this uh, topic uh, to hell and back, and even mm-hmm. even even going even going to Buzz Lightyear and uh, going to infinity and beyond on these fucking subjects. <laughs> True. I do I, I, I do want to close with just one sentence. Yeah. Okay. This this deal this deal says it it proves that Xbox was right about where the future was going as far as this games and service subscriptions. Sony's trying to get in there before it's too late. I'm not happy I'm not happy about games as long as you don't you don't have to be happy about it, but that's what it is. Microsoft had the foresight and people are gonna jump on that. Yeah. It's gonna happen. We don't we, we, we're, we're, launch, we're not launching you a, we're not launching you finished games. We're launching you services where we'll give you the game over time. Exactly. I mean it's not great, but you gotta get in there. But you know, a lot of people can't handle the whole game while they want. So like they like it. I don't. Oh God, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna say. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm ending this because I'm not having you fucking no. defend that no, shit. Get these outros. Don't go down that hole. No, I'm, no, we're not going down that hole. No, Feral, stop. I'm, I'm literally cutting you off because that. Uh, we're not going down that fucking hole because that is just a fucking. That 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 ain't even a hot take. That's a hot fucking mess. So zero. Uh, you know what, Feral? <laughs> give, just give us your goddamn outro, Feral.
It's your boy Pharaoh. You can find me on Twitch at Landon Pharaoh, uh, Facebook Pharaoh Bazaar, Twitch Pharaoh Bazaar. I mean, Twitter Pharaoh Bazaar. Um, and uh, yeah, YouTube Pharaoh Bazaar. All right, cool. Jubeb, uh, where can people find you? Not on Twitter, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll find you. Anyways, um, yeah, you can find me at Jubei X Sensei on gaming platforms, uh, Jubei Sensei on YouTube, uh, Instagram, everywhere else, and YouTube and Facebook, all that shit. You know, you know where I'm at. Um, I will be playing some more Pokemon, and I'll and, catch y'all next week. And he he be loving it. I Omar, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter and. Game player every Saturday, 5 p.m. into Tatar. Yeah, we went back to Saturday because no one can, uh, a few people couldn't make it uh, Friday. Yeah, look out for that time zone difference, man. And you can find me at Dante Crisis on Instagram and Twitter and the Dante Christ on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, YouTube, and DLive, Dante Crisis as well. Uh, currently playing Shimagame Tensei 5. GTA San Andreas, Chaos Mod, Kingdom Hearts on stream, and Let's Plays of uh, GTA 4 and Contra, Super C. Yeah, Super Contra right now. Uh, Zero, where can people find you as well? But more importantly, where can they find us? Well, guys, it has been an extra long one today. Of course, you can find me. At zero uh, x three eighty six, um, pretty much everywhere. I like Jubei. We'll be playing uh, Pokemon, um, or what's that drum game? Tattoo no Titan. Yes, um, I wish I had a drum peripheral. That shit's hard as fuck on the controller. Yeah, it's impossible. Um, but of course, as always, you can find us Vitamin G pretty much anywhere. Uh, I guess where most streaming things are. I'm sure we'll have our Netflix show dropping like in 2023, so you can catch that when that happens. Um, but any and all podcasting channels, we will be there. Um, please, always, of course, even though we come here afterwards, we always separate. So find us at Jubei. Uh, well, excuse me, he'll find you. So, you know, know that. Please check out Dante's stream. Check out Game Slayer with Omar at 5 p.m., you said on Saturday? Yeah, 5 p.m., yeah, yeah, yeah. 5 p.m., so we're an hour moving up. Um, go stream with Pharaoh, go translate with Kofi, and just go say mean things to FC when you get an opportunity to. That's always Loan him your kneecaps. Yeah. Um, But, you know, guys, as always, appreciate it. You literally could be doing anything else, but you decided to listen to this, and so I appreciate you, and thank you. I yes, and ladies and gentlemen, remember, keep it gaming! All right, we out of here. Peace.